Hey Ryan, how's it going? What's going on? Ugh, I, I I'm kind of upset. I, I I got written up again. I thought you got promoted. Why are you still getting written up? It doesn't make sense. I feel like since getting promoted, I'm getting written up a lot more, and I don't like it because they keep fucking with like my uh, uh, lunch choices. Like, look at this shit. Today, I've got rice and cheese, and I think this dipping sauce is just orange juice, and that's weird. That's, I don't understand. I don't know, and it's it's just because we You're didn't- You're being punished through your, your food? Yes. Well, they know how to get me, obviously. It's <laughs> a very important thing to me. Just cheesy rice and orange juice? Yeah. That doesn't sound that bad. I mean, I'm going to eat it, you know, but it just, I don't know. It's, okay, fine. We skipped Alan Wake. Whatever, that's fine. Like, I still want to have regular lunch. Um. Well, I mean, yeah. We. I. Everyone knows that's my fault, but you know, heavy is the crown. Yeah, I get it. Uh, has the uh, standing desk. <laughs> the crown of. Uh, it's not even supervising. I guess it's just production. Um. Yeah, uh, not even. I wish I would. I would do a cheesy rice if it was like a broccoli, oh. like a cheesy broccoli, like yeah. bake. That sounds good, huh? Well, could I have some of your broccoli? I don't. No, no, <laughs> I can't. I'm gonna eat it. I'm you'd, sorry. You'd probably get in trouble for that. That's fine. That's fine. It's fine. That's all. Right. <laughs> <No>. Ah. <sighs> Uh, fucking Alan Wake. Now it makes me mad at Alan Wake. I was on the fence about it. Now I feel like I'm taking it out on my mind in that game. And I don't know if that seems fair. Cause I, hey, hey, hey. Are you guys talking about Alan Wake? Oh, hey, Nick. Yeah. Yeah, it's me, Nick. <laughs> Hi. Are you, are you guys t- talking about Alan Wake? Yeah. That game's so friggin' cool. I love Alan Wake. Well, no, now I'm kind of mad at Alan Wake. Why are you mad at it? Bro, <laughs> can I have some? Hey Ryan, can I have some of your broccoli, please? <laughs> um, I, just want, I forgot my lunch money. I only had enough for a milk. Can I please just have one broccoli? That is, I don't understand why there's like an attack on my broccoli. This is <laughs> a part of my lunch. I need my lunch. Yes, you can have a piece of broccoli. I won't feel bad if you have some broccoli. That's fine. Doug, sure, you cannot have broccoli. The thing about Alan Wake. Mm, this is good. Is you I, know what the I secret think, is? Mm, what? I think. <laughs> sesame oil. Sesame oil. <laughs> nice. Wow. I can take yeah. that home. I, you know what? When I steam my broccoli at home, I'm going to put a little sesame oil on there. Well, it sounds good. It really, I, uh, I cannot eat broccoli uh, without a little, little, soy, little soy sauce, a little sesame oil, mm. a little garlic. What kind of topping do you think Alan Wake would put on his broccoli? <laughs> Just some black coffee. Black coffee. <laughs> yes. Just smoking, drinking black coffee, eating broccoli. It would be hot because it's in one of the <laughs> one of those multitude of thermoses. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the thermoses in the game. Oh the right. Batteries. Hot coffee. Love a collectible. Yeah. Oh, what were you saying was the secret of Alan Wake? Oh, I wasn't saying there was a secret to it. I think. I think that was Ryan talking about his broccoli. I think oh. there was a broccoli <laughs> that was the secret is sesame oil. Oh, the secret of the sesame oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no secret about Alan Wake. Alan Wake is just a game that I like. Yeah. I think the secret of Alan Wake is uh, uh, 
product placement. <laughs> <in that. laughs> For what? Oh, Energizer, right? Or Duracell or whatever? The batteries are a company. I remember that. It's like Energizer, but uh, Energizer, yeah. batteries. Energizer batteries. And then is it like Verizon or something? Oh yeah, yeah. There's like a big Verizon billboard. <laughs> it's um, like a Lady Gaga music video. There's just a product placement for a mobile uh, provider at the beginning. And then, uh, and then your car, your car too is like a. <sighs> it's like a Lincoln or something, and it has. Uh, like Microsoft Sync, I think it's called. <laughs> well, Which was like a Ryan, like a... that might seem ridiculous, but have you ever tried to drive <laughs> in the Pacific Northwest without the smooth handling of a Lincoln? Uh, <laughs> While enjoying the Microsoft Sync. Yes, or the onboard navigation of uh, Microsoft Sync. I I I haven't I haven't traversed the uh, yes, the highways of of uh, what do they call it? Not it's this. called it's called uh, fake Twin Peaks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Bright Falls, Bright Falls, Bright Falls. I only know that because I just recently played Cascadia. That's what I was trying oh. to think of. The name is that the, the state that it's in? Cascadia? No, it that's like the, San Andreas, the sort of... in California. <laughs> I think yeah, or that's like a real. They use that name for the for the Pacific Northwest, or it's like the part that's like not. Um, it's a part that's on this side of the mountains, right? Or the, on the coast side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like the Cascadia sure. bioregion or something. You've never heard Cascadia? That's a I'm thing. not saying I haven't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. Here, have another broccoli. Do you remember it now? (laughs) Do you remember Cascadia now? (laughs) Mm, It's all coming back. Uh, I'm I'm going to make coffee. Does anyone want a pod? Do you want a pod? Uh, A pod? Yeah, try. They got the coffee pods. I'll I'll see if I have coffee. I know that they I feel like if you offered a coffee pod to Alan Wake, he would fucking throw it right in your face. (laughs) He wants it. To be I write brood. Yeah, he writes on a typewriter and he yeah. wants it brewed by a diner waitress. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing: I am a him. snob about coffee. Like, if I was offered a pod coffee, I would have a very Alan Wake reaction and probably spit it on the floor. Oh, you but wouldn't take a cure. I'm not a snob about a typewriter, and am I just being? that kind of person but with coffee mm. is this just the future of coffee and i'm digging my heels in for no reason i don't know it's i think as you I, get older you got to pick something yeah. that you're going to hold the line at <laughs> yeah it might be Have coffee you, pods yeah <laughs> do you remember typing on typewriters i remember uh, oh yeah i i kind of love typewriters and i haven't done it but i could see myself becoming the kind of person who's like buying and collecting old typewriters like there was that remember that weird hit <laughs> store on Capitol Hill in Seattle that was it's on Piker Pine and it was just like filled with a bunch of stuff they had like they'd have like weird chairs out front and lots of lights and furniture and you know what I mean <laughs> like a lot of like high no it was like high end weird fancy shit oh, but they no, I don't it's like a furniture store and it's very like a Are big you sprawling about the big one mm-hmm. it's like <laughs> across it's, from like wild rose maybe yes yeah exactly that's okay, exactly yeah. it and but they would have like old typewriters in their windows like i know what you're talking about typewriters before they standardize on the qwerty keyboard so it would just be like typewriters (laughs) with all the keys looking like they're all fucked up or they're like clustered in a circle and i was like 
this is cool. Like I could see wanting to own a bunch of these weird ass old typewriters, and I don't know why, but it's just I, I can feel <coughs> well, that. It's the kind draw. of thing that yeah, if you suddenly because it would never happen, you know, gra- it, it, magically you had money, like, right. <laughs> just wild amounts of expendable right. cash. You're like, well, I have to. I, what, I, what am I going to collect? What am I? What's my weird rich man collection? <laughs> it's going to be these crazy typewriters. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I feel uh, like, like Jay Leno's got cars. Yes, uh, yeah, it, it yeah. takes up way less space than cars. William Gibson yeah, is like into watches. Like that's one of his things. He collects old watches and watches. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and I can see that, and it feels like yeah, just like this. The idea of these like little mechanical pieces that are you know in so many different varieties, and I don't know. I would say it's it, having a collection is. Uh, something i i do envy because i i can't make and stick with like choices for like that long (laughs) (laughs) and i think oh well quantum break must have been a real uphill battle for you because you got to make some big choices (laughs) you do have to make big choices um either be bad or slightly bad (laughs) yeah and it's like Um, i don't know they said it would affect the tv show i don't think it did no. Did you watch the TV show, Ryan? <laughs> stuff watches stuff. I uh doesn't stuff does affect it, doesn't it? I think it is. You can kind of know. Tell I where really it's cut weird. like. I mostly want to come here and talk about um how much I love Remedy Games. Yeah, because that's you know I heard you guys talking about it. Came over, wanted to talk about it. But I while I'm over here, I want to spend equal amount of time talking about the Quantum Break TV show. <laughs> and yeah everything wrong with it well you've you said you've played quantum break twice we've talked about games before i know that you've gone quantum breaks the only one i only i I only Uh, played that one once okay because i've been wondering how different the shows are based on the choice you make if at all how how could could anything happen that would make me feel any way because (laughs) (laughs) i did you know there's only like five big decisions in the game right and apparently those affected the TV show. And I watched the whole TV show and I couldn't tell you one thing about it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And it's like, wh- my what, thing. About people, Here's my what thing. about people that that are at home and like don't play video games but did watch the TV show that was on? <laughs> they only watched the TV show? That is a very yeah. interesting person. <laughs> so like, what did they, if they didn't make choices in the video game, what did, what did it <laughs> What did it change? For, like, how did that work for them? Because I don't understand. Okay, you know what? I'm remembering. I looked up what happens, and it's like very small differences. Like, if you find, like, okay, so remember in Quantum Break, like one of the first levels, you're like in the school, right? Mm-hmm. And there's like a whiteboard with like a formula on it, and right? Like, wait a straight minute, out of um, how you like wait a minute, w- uh, there's a whiteboard with a formula on it somewhere. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Which Quantum one are you break, talking yeah. about? Were you talking about the one in the school, or are you talking about the one next, other one in the school, or the one that is outside of the school, or the one in the next level, or the one in the next level, or is, the one in the next level? Is this, well, this is why I, there's a I, lot I of missed, whiteboards. I missed this particular whiteboard, and apparently it ruined the show for me because if uh, I had whoa. if I had fin- finished the formula on the whiteboard, there would have been a five second audio clip over. Uh, a cafeteria scene that would normally just be crowd chatter but if you solve the formula then there's like a five second sound clip where some guy's like 
oh, I was I was in my office the other day and someone solved that formula. <laughs> and that's that's like the extent of the changes you can make happen. Oh, but it but it ties the whole uh, game together once you know that someone secretly I, solved uh, that guy's I, formula. I do love the sort of. Uh, the cafeteria that has about six or seven people in it <laughs> compared yeah. to in that party uh, did you get to the party at the rich person's house and oh, you yeah. never see more than four people no party. yeah it's a big party <laughs> and then you go play the party in the game and there's like and hundreds there's of hundreds people. of people <laughs> yes or anytime that you're being you're fighting soldiers that they have Apparently, a thousand of or several thousand <laughs> uh, fully armed, w- willing to die <laughs> mercenaries. Yeah, that work just for this company and that what do are they allowed think to the just company operate. Does? Uh, they, are they don't know. Privy to like it? A, yeah, is it like a third? Is it like a you know like a Blackwater? Are they like hired through oh, a thing, right. or do they all? That's interesting. You know, or do they you know, all live in town there? And, you know, <laughs> are like more part sinister. of the community, or are they commuting from nearby? I had never thought about that, but yeah, in <laughs> in world, what is Monarch as a company? Are they a tech company? Are they a security company? They're a time machine company. They make a time thing. <laughs> Seems to be their main focus. Is so I will say, those of, the, or... of the games we're talking about today, Quantum Break is my least favorite. Oh, interesting. And uh... I, kn- I know I just walked up to you, but I brought an itinerary <laughs> no. with me. And these are the games we're talking about today. No, we're talking what... about all the Remedy games. This is what we do. No, I like it when someone have, brings like some sort of framework to a conversation and doesn't just let it go willy-nilly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Quarantine has really changed my way of interacting with people. And I'm coming to every conversation locked and loaded from here on out. I've Absolutely. just got hours and hours to plan the conversation. <laughs> I actually have I a dialogue tree for what you might say to me. <laughs> Well, and, and no matter I what do... you choose, it doesn't affect the conversation. But if you say the right thing, I'll be like, you know, that that formula in my office got <laughs> solved. <laughs> well, it's nice that we have like this liminal space that we can meet in and sort yeah. of talk. And yeah. even though it's not, but regard- like the real what way. I was saying yes. is, you have a you have a what well, well, <laughs> this is your least favorite. We're talking Quantum about we're talking about Alan Wake. <laughs> Quantum Break, Rhymes, Control, does not rhyme. They fucked up. <laughs> we will mention Max Payne. Here's the other reason Control's a weird name. I guess Quantum Break's not, but Alan Wake and Max Payne, that's the guy's name. Oh, yeah. Name game. Why isn't yeah. Control it's called Redheaded name. Lady or whatever her name is? Jesse Faden. Jesse Faden. Is that really yeah, her name? It's not as snappy. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of cool, though, because it sounds like she's like fading in and out of Faden existence, in, yeah. which is kind of what yeah. that game's about. I feel like because to me, Quantum Break is like they wanted to make control, and they were like, "Let's just let's do a rough draft, <laughs> both <laughs> gameplay wise and story wise." Well, I think it's interesting because like Quantum Break is very narrative heavy. It's very linear. Like we're saying, is that they you can pretty much only go through it the one way. Uh, the, the all the paths kind of lead to the same point. The maps are pretty straightforward and linear, and it doesn't do any of that like Metrovania stuff. You're not going back to with upgrades to unlock new things. You're just moving yeah. through, and that's it. Like there's, it's very rigid. And then 
uh, I think Alan Wake is kind of the same thing, where you're just kind of on the rail and you're going through. And then Control is a whole different ball game. There's there's the narrative, and the narrative is is linear, but then the gameplay is very open. You're just wandering around that that one space that keeps opening up yeah. more and more, and then you do go back Metrovania style with your upgraded security clearances to get to new areas Ugh. and new powers. And so I don't know, like I I as I, I, as I, I like to both. refer to it uh, as uh, being constantly lost. Constantly <laughs> lost. Yes, that's <laughs> don't the know worst. where I am. Ugh. Always turns around in yeah. here. This big building, this old house. I'll give Quantum so, Break that. It was very easy I, to not I'll, be lost. I like to refer to the... I kind of like the other... I don't mind the open-worldly part, but I sort of like the other... The straightforward one uh, is what I, I wrote. To, I, call them, uh, sto- I call them story hallways. Story hallways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you open this Sometimes door, Here's a little story. <laughs> Those games are good. There, there's not enough games that do that anymore. <laughs> Just like <laughs> walk forward. Talk to guy cutscene. Yeah, I almost appreciate that sort of. I kind of like. <laughs> what was Max Payne There's like, some... Ryan? You've played it recently. Well, I don't remember what it was. I like. was. I played a little bit of it. I, just, I didn't. I didn't play. I didn't finish it. Is it more linear? Max or more Payne open? is very linear. Okay. I think Max Payne three broke that mold. Okay. Yeah. I, think. I mean. It's similar. It it you you're kind of wandering through a space like you got to find the open door. There's some weird like dream sections that are sort of like oh the dreams in that game are puzzly. so annoying. Yeah, I'm the only version that I had access to right now is the it, just like the PlayStation Two version, which I had I did play before, but it's it's like it's a lot shittier than the. <laughs> PC version. There's like a lot of stuff <laughs> cut from it too. Uh, I believe I played the Max Payne one on my friend's PlayStation Two, and then Max Payne Two. I very briefly got running on my gaming PC, which was not a gaming PC. It was just my dad's old work computer that I kept jamming random video cards into. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I apparently jammed enough video cards into it and enough RAM chips that it could run, but only for like the first half of the game. So I have no idea how Max Payne <laughs> ends. I don't. I played the whole game and I don't remember how it ends. <laughs> I played. I don't remember how the first one ends. No, you, uh, there's like a big. You're in a big building. Like a big Do you guys think building? that Mark Wahlberg played the games for research? <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> 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 ah, do you think he played the game? Um, no, I think he did not. I think he did not play the games. <laughs> I here's my my imagination of Mark Wahlberg trying to play any video game is he runs in, shoots everyone, dies immediately, and he's like, "Oh, fuck this! I could have done it if it was real. <laughs> I would have killed all those guys. <laughs> this stupid controller. This stupid doesn't let you make the moves you need to make." Yeah, if I had gone in there, I would have karate kicked him in the throat, <laughs> and I would have stopped nine eleven. Yeah, I think uh, he would definitely be the person to blame the shitty controller. Mm-hmm. Remember, you you'd have like the one on brand controller and the one off brand controller. <laughs> anytime you're playing a two player game, you could blame it on that. It's the shitty. It's the shitty oh, controller. Yeah. Courts the loose. good old days. I remember my GameCube. I had four controllers, and not one was from the same company. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm sure they all work fine. Um, um, they were. There was one that was bad, and that was always plugged into the fourth slot, and it was just like, oh, I hope not four people come over, and maybe <laughs> they won't know that that's the shitty one. But one of my second party ones had an auto fire button on it, which is so cool. That's uh, that. yeah. yeah. I, I bought a controller that had that for rapid fire. Maybe it was a GameCube, and I think I my memory of this is that I didn't know that that was a thing, and it took me a while to figure out like why I was having like a. Like a, a stuck oh, button was, problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got a little. It's cheap really funny because there's. Did you ever play Metal Gear Solid One? Is that the like eight bit? Mm, no, no, that's like there was Metal Gear, mm. and those were eight bit. Yeah, we, you played two. And I played. It would, okay. would be the one that was right before that. Okay. Okay. I didn't so play there's that a one. a famous part in that where they break the fourth wall and like psycho mantis like reads your save files and uh. says like oh i guess you like playing konami games because like <laughs> if you have a save file for some other konami game in there he could be like oh you play ape escape or whatever but in the remake for um the gamecube they have this part where snake gets tortured and in order to survive the torture, you have to hit the A button really, really fast. And it's actually a really cool dynamic because you have to decide if you can survive the torture or not. Oh. And I clearly could not. I could not hit the button fast enough. Uh. And at the beginning of the cutscene, um, Revolver Ocelot, or whoever's the bad guy in that one, he literally, he looks at the camera, because it's a fourth wall breaking thing, and he's like, and don't even think about using auto fire. Oh, no. <laughs> so I thought... Which is very funny, <laughs> but I thought that like he meant it, and that if the if the buttons were coming in too fast, he would be like, "Oh, you're using auto fire. I'm gonna delete your save file." Or whatever. <laughs> so I didn't do it, and then I finally tried it, and I didn't get in trouble. He was like, "He how knew a lot of things were, but he didn't me. do anything about it." Well, it makes I, sense. I think at, he that, knew. at that point, at that point, you don't know how far his power reaches. So. <laughs> <laughs> Best be play on the safe side. And, not and this was the him. era, and the um, the people who made that remake were the same people who made Eternal Darkness. So they were very yeah. into like breaking the fourth wall and mm. at least pretending to that. fuck with your save file. Yeah. Oh, that game's cool. You should. Yeah, I've heard of it. I remember. Yeah. It's like it probably hasn't aged that well because like if you were to play it now, you've probably seen all the sanity effects. And if they were tried, to, if they were to try and make that game now, there would be like a trailer that's like, here's all the sanity effects that can happen to you. But what's cool about that game is you're walking around and your sanity meter's low, and something happens to you. And you don't know whether it's a new thing in the game or if it's the game fucking with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what was cool about it. But if they had made that game today, there would be a YouTube video where it's like, here's every sanity effect that can happen to you in <laughs> right, Eternal Darkness right. 2. And it wouldn't be fun. It yeah. Fun. Yeah, Max Payne was good. Max Payne broke the fourth wall. Mm -hmm. uh, that was cool. What did he do? It was pretty linear. Uh, he There was... In those dreams, he and then there was like, he, you know, in the little comic book cutscenes, um, there was like he was like, could see that he was. First, I think he saw himself like as a movie. Okay, I'm kind of remembering movie, this. Yeah. And then he's like, oh shit, he's like, actually, I'm a guy in a comic book. Yeah. And I can <laughs> see the panels and the and the little sound effects, and then he's right. like. Oh man! And then the next one, he's like, "Oh no, I'm a guy in a video game. I can see the little bullet meters." So he, yeah, 
at some point he could see that he was a guy in a video game, but then it was like during a <coughs> a Valkyrie uh, fueled hallucination. The 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 drug. Oh, is Valkyrie the drug in that? It's the little. It's like the green. Yes, the bright green drug. <laughs> Man, I love fake drugs in mm-hmm. games and movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I've they... never seen RoboCop 2, but I was listening to a podcast about it, and the fake drug in that is called Nuke. Yes. <laughs> oh, cool. Yep. I kind of vaguely remember that. Yeah, that shit's always really funny. I was recently um, watching Arrowverse, and they have Vertigo. That's that's the fake drug that people take. Have you seen Riverdale? <laughs> I, no. I haven't. Do you I've... know what it's called on there? <laughs> no. Jingle Jangle. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. And it comes in like a little pixie stick tube and they oh do it at God. parties give me the jingle jangle <laughs> well that show's so gritty and serious but what's hilarious about it is there's a character named jughead and they do drugs called jingle jingle <laughs> they never take a moment to be like this is silly you know which is what i kind of enjoyed about the show for the first couple seasons. <laughs> you gotta just play it straight you gotta play it straight i think yeah and have it just be Mr. i got all the way through the third season and it was this weird storyline about a fake Dungeons and Dragons called Griffins and Gargoyles. Oh my god. And they revealed who the main bad guy was like five times in the <laughs> season. And I don't know which one's the real one because they just kept saying like, no, this guy's the Goblin King. Like, well, I guess he might be, but oh it seems god. like you're going to tell me someone else next week. <laughs> I, and I like I that kind of that trashy show. CW stuff. And yeah, I, I, sure. I, I haven't finished I like it. I started, I loved Archie comics, so this is should have been right up my alley, but Doug, you know what you should do? You should watch season one and then plan on not watching anymore because season one is legit good TV. I'm almost Everything done with season one. Trash. I'm up to the part where they introduce the redhead lady and then uh, maybe her brother or something, and I don't know. Molly Ringwald? No, oh, no, she's in. <laughs> is she in season one or two? She plays Archie's mom, which I do, I do like. Oh, I don't remember. Uh, Shit. All right, I'll just ha- I'll have to start from the beginning. <laughs> Season one is good. I will say that. Season two, it goes off the rails very quickly. If there was just even a hint of supernatural stuff, I'd be on board in a heartbeat. Hey, speaking of TV shows, <laughs> what was the TV show called in Alan Wake? That was like a little Twilight. Oh, where Spring Falls. Occasionally, you're like in a in somebody's house. No. And their TV's on, and you can watch like a three-minute Twilight N- Zone episode. Night Spring. Night right. Spring. Yeah. That See, like... that's what the Quantum Break TV show should have been. It should have been... I feel like they made that and they were like... Because it, it's live action. And they were right. like, oh, we can make live action stuff now. But it's like, yeah, that was live action with a bunch of like grainy filters over it. And it's on like a screen the size of a postage stamp. Like, I didn't need to see... Yeah, and there's... I was talking about this with Doug. Um, Ryan, I'm sorry. Me and Doug have some private conversations. We talk uh, privately Without sometimes. you. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> what before this? Like you're like before the we before all this? Just occasionally. Yeah. You know, That's we fine. just check in. All right. Yeah, and we talk about you a lot, but um <laughs> this time we were talking about um <laughs> how if the Quantum Break TV show had come out like 2 years later, I feel like they could have made it look like a real TV show. But it was in the era of like the Battlestar Galactica web show and like the Lost, I think Lost had a web show. Mm-hmm. And it was these l- little crappy vignettes that they would make that they just knew almost no one was going to watch so they look like shit yeah and the quantum break tv show is like what if one of those little web shows like these battlestar galactica shorts that you have chosen to skip (laughs) right what if that was a whole tv show 
it looks bad. Yeah, it, and they sort of are like, it's like a real, like in one of the uh, promotional, it's like, like a real production, like a real TV show. And it's like, that does not look like a real TV show. I mean, you got actors, you got a real, a couple of real actors to be in it. This but is another they, question I have. But when yeah. you make a game and the hook of the game is there's also going to be a TV show. Yeah. And then you cast as your main character in the game a real TV actor. Sean Ashmore was still working pretty regularly at the time. Yeah. Why is he not the star of the show? You see him like once in live yeah. action the whole time. Because they make it intentionally about the bad guys and this uh, and this random bad guy. This like couple. <laughs> you yeah. know what it is? Now that I think about it cuz did he die for you? <laughs> Like, I don't know if the ending can change. Did your guy <laughs> die in the TV show? Because <laughs> he died for me. I think so. I can't really remember. Or he died the... He died and his he his wife, like, was there when he died, I think. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I fought him. I didn't... Uh, yeah, I had to, like, fight him in the game. Yeah, me too. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah. dude that... The guy who's the TV show guy? Yeah, the very handsy yeah. guy. <laughs> I hated him. He was yeah. so gross. Yeah, and yeah. He just was like, just beat the shit out of that little like tech guy. who was like, even that guy's more interesting. That guy's more interesting and than kind of a, like the, gross than this bully. Guy. Yeah. yeah, I hated him. And he shot that guy in the head like <laughs> four extra times. <laughs> I guess he did threaten his wife, but he was already dead. Leave him alone. And it's like, these isn't that what you, you do in video games? Though that was the one part that was yeah, like a video game is, where it's like, okay, okay I'm gonna shoot him in the head four times. All right, that is fair. That is a funny thing. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so my other question is, okay, so the closest thing I can think of to compare it to is the matrix video game. But mm. did you play the matrix video game where they had the, the like live action cutscenes that like tied into the matrix reloaded? I feel like I did. And oh, I, yeah. I did and it was sort of a, it was like a B story more about yeah. like Jada Pinkett Smith's character. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. Jada Pinkett's like kind of barely in the movie for how cool her character is, but she's, like, the main character of the game, unless you play oh, as Ghost, game. who we're supposed oh, to yeah. like just as much as Jada yeah. Pinkett Smith. No, thank you. <laughs> um, but you're literally, like, you know in the freeway chase how Morpheus falls off the back of the truck, and you're like, oh, this is it for Morpheus, and then Niobe shows up out of nowhere and catches him with right. her car. You play... Yeah. Her leaving the Merovingian's house, getting in the car, and driving to save Morpheus. It's so cool. <laughs> because is, you know yeah. all of that stuff. Right. But Niobe's a hero. You don't follow the heroes in the Quanda Break show. You follow like the kind of like a, a mid level goon yeah. for like a horrible company. <laughs> and I get like I get the decision behind it of and they had said that they wanted to make it a little less like two-dimensional in terms of like you're the good guys these are the bad guys it was trying to add some nuance to it and okay. and it's and it's kind of like it's a big swing nice. which i really appreciate like let's try and like do a whole mixed media thing here but it's just the execution it was not does, good that's the problem it, it still feels to me in in a way that i don't understand because i'm not very smart and i don't know how these <laughs> things work 
but that it was done for budgetary reasons. So. <laughs> <laughs> like they could get more money if they said they were making a TV show. It was like a, a Uwe oh, Boll tax know. break thing. <laughs> or that like, or using those actors instead of the, the ice, uh, ice uh, right. It was or cheaper like, to use or like those. They people. had the two guys from the wire for like, but the villains all over that bit. That villain yeah, guy's an actor true. too. He's, I know. That's, yeah, that's right. I would say he he's as famous it. as Sean Af- Ashmore. I don't know his name, but he's he's as probably more well Lance. Wasn't Lance Reddick? He's, Lance Reddick, he's in yeah. more stuff, and he's great in the game. And I would say him and the other like villain dude, the like yeah, bald black sense. dude, like they're great. Sean Ashmore's no, that's great. Lance, that's yep. Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick. Oh, I was talking about the creepy guy with the sunken eyes. Oh, Aiden uh, Aiden Gillian. Yeah, Aiden Gillian. Yeah. Tiny, yeah, tiny so those two guys are great. <laughs> Mayor Tiny Fingers. Tiny Fingers from Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, he's on Game of Thrones too. Yeah, he's um, little yeah, finger. And he's on in Game the wire, and they're both in the wire. He's like he well, was the guy that runs. Why the wouldn't you? Especially because when you're, when you go to make the big decisions, the like focal points in Quantum Break, you're controlling that guy, little tiny hands. Yeah. Um, so why isn't the show also following him? Because he's a compelling actor that I want to watch. Yeah, it does feel like there were some things that were happening behind the scenes that led them to this kind of like. I swear, every actor product. in the Quantum Break show is some programmer's cousin. Like none of them are real <laughs> yeah. actors. It's really well, upsetting to watch people who don't the... know how to act be the stars of a TV show, and it's not really their fault. They shouldn't be the stars. The lady that's like the friend of the IT guy who turns out to be a secret good guy who's working with the lady who plays a character who's she is the lady from Control, but the actor is playing. You can a just say in this game. you can because there's only four characters in the show. You can say <laughs> the buff guy or the IT guy or, or the one of, or the buff guy's girlfriend or the lady. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh no, not yeah, not his. Uh, the one that works there. She, yeah, she was like, uh, it's like, why didn't you just get? She's like working with, I can't remember the character's name. The red, uh, she has red hair. She's also like a security person. She's another character that's in the oh, game. Oh, Beth. Beth, who she, you know, Beth. she's the one that that does. She dies and everything. Forgot about spoiler Beth. alert. Sorry, alert. Quantum Break. Spoiler. <laughs> We're um, mostly talking about Quantum Break, which I love. <laughs> I want to uh, ask you this. Oh wait, no, you finish your thing, Ryan. I forgot. But then, I'm so sorry. It's like why? It's just an, yeah. I don't know why those extra characters existed. It's the show should have just been an extension of the story you were playing. Yes. it would have been. It should have. It should have at least followed Beth. You know, like it should have yeah. followed a print. It should have followed a smaller character that we cared about because that's what worked in the Matrix game. Is like. I don't know much about Jada Pinkett Smith's character, but she's cool to look at, and she's a good actress, so let's find out about her. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I say that was very satisfying was that I really, truly, like, you guys did not like this bully of a character, <laughs> and I did get to fight and and essentially kill him. Yes. That I don't was... know if he dies. So Sean Ashmore in the game goes and fights him? Yes. Yeah, he's like, well, you fight him towards the end. After he's the last one of those. He's I like think in the, the issue suits. was, and I think one of the reasons I hated well, I think you so can, much is you can I didn't choose to... recognize that guy oh, when he was in the right. game. <laughs> well, he's in the suit, and they don't make mm-hmm. that big a deal of that. But he's okay. he, he sort of is like, I'm going to get you. <laughs> right. I played I don't this know, game they a let while you know ago, it's him. and as I recall, 
the dude, the main dude gets like shot and his wife is there when he dies. The main dude and from then, the show. In the show, yeah. And then Sean Ashmore, when you play the next level, which is also in that like final base of, mm-hmm. of Monarch, um, you find his body. That's okay. Or was so that's the other dude's body. No, so this is interesting. It sounds like there might yeah. have been a, a there might have been a, a way choice, for you to make a choice, choice that changes something because uh, I think Ryan and I chose mostly the same, mostly good options, oh. and we wound yeah. up with that same situation where it's that main bad guy, and in the last episode, and then he's trying to escape with his uh, girlfriend, and then he's like, "I'll kill everybody just to make sure we get away," and then you pop oh, yeah. into Hold the game part. as Sean Ashmore. <laughs> And then you uh, then you do have to fight no that guy. Way. Mm-hmm. See, that sounds way better. And I don't know if I'm just misremembering or if I just got if one of the endings is you never interact with this guy in the game, that's a bad ending. Yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't be if I'm watching six hours of a show, it's not that much. It's like three hours of a TV show, then I should not ha- potentially have an ending where none of the characters from the game meet these people. No, but I do think that's there what is a a choice that that the 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 villain makes where he either like send either kills that guy or like uses him Uh, there is a choice Mm -hmm. there's a choice where you send that guy after jack gotcha i'm pretty sure that makes sense okay compliment for quantum break because overall i i will say i like quantum break more than most games like it it's just i don't know how much i like really linear kind of games like that anymore yeah one of the compliments I can give it is coolest time machine I've ever seen in a game. Oh, yeah. Any it's fiction, really. It's the coolest time machine, yeah. And I think Tenet stole it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, the time machine in Tenet, Tenet is almost like identical. Oh, fuck that. Yeah, well, it's not. It doesn't. It's Okay, so the time machine in Tenet is very similar in that it's it's confined to a physical space. You know, you can travel through time, but you're going to come out in the same physical space, you know? Okay. But it's not yeah. like a hallway. It's more like a circle with like a slidey door. And when it slides to the other side, you're in the past. Mm, so it's like, okay. or when it slides to the other side, time starts going backwards. I actually really hate Tenet. <laughs> and we could just talk about that for the rest of the time. No, because I, I haven't seen, seen it. it. I wish I, yeah, but but I do want to watch it and then talk about it with you. That sounds... So Tenet is bad. Um, I, I do think... not like Christopher Nolan's movies generally, so I, mm. I, I, I really did until Interstellar, and I don't think oh, he's no. re- redeemed himself. Oh, since. I, I'm in the same boat. I haven't seen Interstellar, and I'm worried that I won't like it. But yeah, I, I really did like his movies. The I'm middle part of Interstellar is very cool. I would say it's worth watching, but just don't yeah. expect it to be satisfying, and expect the beginning of Christopher Nolan being an inarguably terrible screenwriter. Okay, I think that's what he is now. <laughs> Uh, I was let down by Inception. I mean, I I love the visual of <gasps> I it. I love Inception, though. <laughs> uh, I love the visual of it, but the story I was like, uh... yeah, the story's. Then you're not. I I will tell you, Tenet is like if Inception had zero studio notes. It's so <laughs> oh, God, okay. impenetrable. Oh, and boy. the logic, I I truly don't think the logic of the time travel makes sense because he tried to invent this different form of time travel oh. where like. The you can move backwards in time. You physically can. But, you know, you are existing. It's so stupid. Okay. Oh, boy. But, like, objects can also be inverted the same way. So, like, a bullet is, like, moving backwards in time. But that's stupid. Right. Because, like, 
I hate it. I don't want to, I, like, I'm, it's hurting my brain to think about it, and it hurt my brain to think about Inception, but then eventually I was like, oh, okay, they're three levels deep, and this is going slower than that, and then it comp, like, it makes sense. Tenet, I don't think they did the legwork. <laughs> well, you know what time travel movie I would love to see is the one that you can collect in Quantum Break with the, the guy that, like, stabs people to travel in time. The time oh, knife uh, guy. are you talking time, about? Time, I don't remember this stabber. at all. There's one of the there's a so Quantum Break is chock full of collectibles and I'm I'm a sucker for collectibles yeah. and I tend to read I a lot of the things like there's emails and notes and all kinds of stuff but one of the things you can find is there's one of the characters in the game very minor like works at at Monarch he is sending emails to um, oh, the doctor yeah. lady and he's sending her his screenplay that's called right. ti- time okay. I'm looking it up now time stabber time to kill <laughs> time stabber. That's very funny. <laughs> I and really skim all about him being in love with the doctor. It's a, he's oh, like, that's so good. He's like, I got a part in this, uh, this for you, and, uh, and they, their characters get married. See, I wish I would have read some of the uh, notes in that game because I played it in the middle of replaying Alan Wake and planning on doing a second playthrough of Control. Mm. So I, I sort of spent the whole time being like, I want to finish this game so I can play Control, which is essentially the same game, except for halfway through, you can fly. Right. <laughs> and in Quantum Break, it's like literally the same buttons do the same things, but I can I, just never fly. So and it's, it's the same not as good. engine, and I love it. I was, I liked Alan Wake okay. It wasn't a great game for me. And I think I even said to Ryan, like, you know what I would love is like an Alan Wake, except if it was like a sci-fi kind of thing and so then quantum break came out and was like fuck yeah and i and i really i love quantum break up until the goddamn final boss but whatever and then control i was like this is it like if remedy keeps cranking out this same game forever where you're just like a third person action shooter with superpowers that's amazing i i I'm, i'm so about that and i hear they're gonna maybe do a control too but honestly i would I would much rather them just do something completely new because that's what's been really satisfying so yeah, far. Yeah, I would follow <laughs> Remedy to whatever they want to try because I feel like they, they make good choices. And I and I love just the, 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 again, the content that you can find within the game. That's always very fun. There's, and control what's your is, pitch for Control 2? Do you want to hear mine? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that that question was definitely rhetorical. Mm-hmm. So Control 1 is all about, like, you're in the Department of Control, or the, what's it called? Federal Department? Federal Federal Bureau of Control. FBC, yep. I try and pronounce all the R's. Um, I think (laughs) it's rude to the R's to not pronounce them. And throw a couple extra in, too. Yeah. The The Federal Federal (laughs) of Control. So you're, like, in that building the whole time. What I want is some sort of um, events like the one that they keep referring to in her hometown Mm. at the junkyard. I want one of those to happen, and it's her job as the head of control to go out into the world to this place where maybe it's a whole small town that is being affected by these, like, otherworldly, you know... Yeah, uh, no, that's great. folding in on itself the same way. AWE missions going out, just uh, taking care of business. Yeah, Yeah, just the same thing, but with a sort of Alan Wake-type exterior. I agree with explore. you. Oh, but like occasionally a tree will actually be a tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be all about that. 
And then and now that you You mean you don't want it to be in a big office? <laughs> I I oh. am shocked how much I like control because I think the setting is so boring. Oh, I but love I guess, the setting. Well, I guess what I like about the setting is it's like a very bland thing that they when you paste like an otherworldly thing on something yes. really bland like an office, it's yep. scarier, I guess. It's weird office. It's but funny if, if, yeah. if they were to do a sequel and it was in another office building, I would be very mad. That's, I that's all I'm saying. I agree with you. <laughs> I I agree with you there for sure. But they're they sort of that is sort of the style I think of Remedy Games is that they are sort of bland and like if you like if you look back at like Max Payne through this, it is like. Uh, here's a room and a bed and a table, and the next room still got the same. They got the same bed and it's got the same table. Here's but we put the, the table on the other side of the bed, on, so it's yeah, a different here's room. The lamp that's on everything, <laughs> like they, it's easily repeatable, like areas. Right, like you could almost. I guess Alan Wake has a lot of wood, but they, you know, any house that you're in has well, like. Don't a, you? Th- yeah. Don't you think Alan Wake and. Quantum Break especially do a pretty good job of making more so than Control or Max Payne, making those like spaces feel kind of lived in. I think that I... part in Alan Wake where you're kind of like on a dirt road and there's like five cabins that you can kind of walk into if you want yes. to, but mostly you're just getting yeah. to the end of the road. It, in in and the all weird of those extended driving sequence. Different. Yeah. Oh, you mean one of the parts where you find a car, drive it for about a quarter mile, find a barrier, get through the barrier where there's another car, very similar, parked on the other side of it, you get in that, drive that about a half mile. Ooh, a Jeep <laughs> Cherokee. Stop, I hope it has the Microsoft Sync equipped. Yeah, and just kind of repeat that. You're in like, why Why was I in four different cars just now? And they all were just parked in like where I had to stop. Yeah. Uh, I did love the driving. They... They were going to make it open world, but they didn't. Yes, that's right. Oh, that's really? Right. Yeah, that's, that I had read sense. that about the about Alan Wake, is that that was supposed to be a big, massive open world game, and then that was just, it got away oh. from them. And so then they reeled it back in. But yeah, it, it, Ryan's absolutely right that that shows through on some of those levels. Yeah. I, I could like see it working as an open world game, like, narratively, but I kind of like that it's... Um, just regimented to i think well, it works really well for alan wake because it's about a novelist so well that's exactly like, why well, another reason why they pulled back from the open world is that they didn't feel like they were able to tell the story they wanted to because you could kind of go anywhere and skip stuff and so then it just it just they kept yeah. kind of turning it i think into a more linear game and it's actually just broadly speaking of remedy to see that kind of transition of uh, to eventually to control, which does have a mix of that, where it's like, okay, now we're good at being able to do this kind of semi-open world and a semi in a, in a very still strict linear narrative. Yeah, but then that's it's, so different because yeah. it's really about her. Like you could beat that whole game and like barely go into the basement where all the mold creatures are. Yeah, that game some... really is more about her. This it's all new to her, right? So mm-hmm. it's more about. It fits narratively with her character-wise exploring around. Yeah, I like it. And it's worth it, I think, when you play that game to go do that extra stuff because, you know, you do get power-ups. And there are some there's some really fun side stories. You know, I like the mold scientist lady. I like Langstrom. I thought he was really a fun character, the guy that sends you out to chase down those those objects oh, of power. Oh, yeah, thing. he was creepy. He was creepy, but it was like, I was like, this is a very interesting... It was like, let's 
let's take Wallace Shawn and like add a hair lip. Yeah, no offense yeah to anyone exactly. With <laughs> no offense to anyone who looks like Wallace Shawn or has a hair lip who's right. listening, but just those combination of features wasn't <laughs> settling for me. Yeah, I, I got it. I, 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 I was okay with it. I was, I was into that character. I, I hated him. And yet. You know I haven't played I hate? all of Control. But I, I, so like, in Control, I'm, I'm not, I hate I'm that guy. I'm so sorry. If I don't think this is a spoiler, this is one of the first guys you meet. I hate that guy. No, you're when fine. You, when you get to the basement, I hate him so much more than Wallace Shawn guy. Um, oh, the like uh, security guy. Yeah, yeah, he's like the security guy, and he's always got this fucking smirk on his face. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, motherfucker, shit is out of control because of you. <laughs> you need to wipe that fucking smile <laughs> off your face. I'm your goddamn boss. So many boss. people are dying. I am oh, your yeah. boss. I'm the head of the Federal Bureau of Control. <laughs> <laughs> you need to do what I say, and you should have some respect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, people. I hate when an NPC has a weird attitude. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. do you guys remember in, like, the first... I haven't played all of Skyrim, but, like, the first town, there's a guy, like, a shop guy there who's got, like, a weird attitude. He's like... Mm. Mm-hmm. Can I interest like, you in some of my wares? He's like, watch what you're doing today or something. Yeah. Have have a good have a good day out there. He's like, what? Are you coming at me? What is happening? I can't remember specifically what he was. Someone else would yeah, I yeah. remember. And then I think you can yeah. steal from him or intimidate him, and then it gets weird for a second, and then it goes back to the other put a pot on his head isn't that the joke (laughs) is that you can just put a pot on his head and he can't see a steel I've tried that I've never been able to pull that off but I've read that that's possible (laughs) in Skyrim you can put a pot on someone's head I saw a TikTok yeah Yeah. where it's like it's true if you just put a pot you can like because you can pick anything up and I always I forget that right yeah but then you you hold you like put a pot on their head and they can't see and then you can because it does have like field of vision as far as the AI, like it needs to be able to see so. unobstructed. So, <laughs> but the game doesn't also detect like why did someone put a pot on my head? I should do something about this. Have you ever seen? It's like a TikTok prank, I guess, where you go into and this is all pre-COVID, of course. You go into a Target and you go into an aisle where it's just you and one other person, and you put like a, a garbage can on their head, like a small garbage pail. And then uh-huh. you immediately put one on your own head. <laughs> so, yes. so when they take it off them, you are still taking the garbage pail off your head. And you just look around like, yeah, who did that to us? <laughs> it's like a Japanese prank. And then they, they uh, appropriated it for American TikTok. It's very funny. <laughs> it makes it me think good. of I have seen that. the yeah. Ryan sent me this, the, or the this guy, Joel Haver, Haver, who does those, the, the RPG like rotoscoped animations and he has yeah, one and the videos called, yeah they're like uh, takes on video first games time, first time playing rpg or something oh, that's fun. Yeah. yeah and there's one that i saw recently that's like uh what a tutorial level is like for the the villains and it looks like it's it's <laughs> basically doing grand theft auto and it's the main character is supposed to be practicing the sneaking it looks like and they've got these two villains standing next to each other and they just are talking and then they hear a noise and they turn around and it's like eh, so joe hey what was that and then it's just <laughs> like a guy standing on the dumpster and they turn back they're like uh oh, probably nothing so <laughs> joey was telling hey what was that and they just keep getting interrupted through this conversation over and over <laughs> and they keep cutting back to like this guy doing weird things in the background and them going oh it was probably nothing and it's 
It's it's. I'm uh, playing um, the new Hitman game, and I never really played any of those. Oh, Hitman Three. I will say it's just cartoony enough that you don't mind that the security people, because that game's all about like, oh, I'm gonna throw a wrench at a thing, and it's right. gonna like make the chandelier fall on his head. So it's very like silly. Yeah. But in like Splinter Cell, which is supposed to be like so serious and like Tom Clancy gritty, when. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like, there's three guys patrolling a place, and one of them's dead, and the other guy, like, sees someone sneaking around and doesn't... Like, that would ruin my night. <laughs> like, if I was a security yeah. guard... Oh, my God! Oh, my God! <laughs> and I saw... Yeah. Like, even if I didn't find the body, I would be like, guys, we haven't heard from Michael in an right. hour. <laughs> Don't you think this is a... Like, he did, did he go home? <laughs> Can someone call his wife? <laughs> Yeah. Why is no one? Why is no one upset? <laughs> yeah. And um, it's like I get it. They they probably are also subcontractors, and they're just there to cash the check. But you know what? <laughs> if I if you're protecting a place and someone disappears, maybe someone is trying to hurt the people protecting the place. So just out of <laughs> self preservation, I would be like, guys, we gotta have a meeting. I don't even care what we're protecting anymore. Let's all get in my car. You know, let's talk in my car. And if they steal the shit from our boss, I don't care. I work for Blackwater. We can just go home. We could go home. We could go watch fucking Desperate Housewives. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I imagine this was at the time of Quantum Break, and I feel like Desperate Housewives was on at the time. <laughs> uh, well, Quantum Break takes part in a few different uh, time, so right, that's true. Was on at yeah. some point. From the um, late nineties on, so, I do like when a ba- uh, a bad guy in a game, uh, if I have to kill a lot of them, if they if they do sort of look like I've just killed a bunch of action figures. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of have look like a mannequins that are just staring straight ahead when they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I will say that it is one of my favorite parts of Quantum Break when you are uh, mm. in the when, when time is frozen yep. and the guys have the little suits and they can move, but then when you kill them, they're like frozen. Yeah, where you, yeah. frozen where you wave. You got them. Yeah. It's and the crazy. noise it makes, where it just sort of like cracks and breaks. Very satisfying. Uh, and I also do like when you stand near people who are frozen and you can sort of hear them talking. There's like a guy who's uh, <laughs> who's tripping and like dropping a bunch of boxes and he's going, oh, no, my. Ryan, you actually did mocap for that character, right? Duh. That was your big right, video game industry. His big uh, well, break? yes, I did kind of. I kind of oh. wanted to bring it up. Yeah, that is in the game. Um, it's Can I say a lot of um, a lot of big opportunities? One of my disappointments with Quantum Break, and forgive me if this is actually something I don't like about Tenet, because I I have a similar <laughs> amount of recollection of those two stories, and they're really very similar, but. As I recall, in Quantum Break or Tenet, there's a thing <laughs> where they keep talking about like the end of the, the, the end of time, right? Bro- That's Quantum Break. Time is broken. They broke time. But, but they refer yeah, to the end of time a... as like a, a physical place yeah. that you can go to, right? And that's. That's oh. where I figured the last level would be, but we never saw the end of time. And I, I thought, how cool it. would it be if, like, in the game, I'm in the middle of Times Square or whatever, and time has stopped, and, like, everyone is glitching out around me or something. But they also, in some of the extra stuff, they even, they're like, 
the, the people who are sort of broken from time uh, that have like a specific name and they're like weird entities like if you watch the show yeah. it was like that guy who was like stuck in a chamber uh you never dude they never that never goes anywhere that's a unfollowed that would have yeah. been so cool to like and have the what a cool way hy- in yeah, video games you're hy- always looking for like an origin story for your monsters how cool to be like this is from the end of time and our job is to make sure the end of time does not come to our world but the end of yeah. time already exists somewhere and the monsters are coming like how cool yeah that's they didn't and that's what that they <laughs> and it is in the it's in the extra stuff they're like the theory is that these people that these entities exist well live okay, so in that the was the end, one the good thing in the show <laughs> i didn't pay attention to it because it was in the middle of four hours of <laughs> no this was in like just like an email thing like some of this supplemental stuff. stuff yeah okay which is like it's cool that it exists that it's cool ideas and it's like maybe it was like oh we can't get this into mm-hmm. the story like it's too much yeah. already mm-hmm. i feel but like quantum can, break like, was supposed it. to be like two more <laughs> chapters than it actually was yeah yeah don't you feel like it was rushed at the end it does. yeah yeah a lot of that i mean even like i said the show itself feels like that they just threw away whatever script they had for reasons <laughs> and then they just went with whatever they did you know well, how awful, because the gameplay or the game story must be changing all the time during development. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another thing where it feels like this had to be so separate is so that it, they could keep mm-hmm. kind of changing that and not have it affect what they were going to do for filming, you know? Yeah, I get why they did it. But to me, if I was doing it, I would be like, well, that's just too many things that are not going to work. So we should just not do this show <laughs> <laughs> or make it shorter or something. Yeah. And Ryan, what were you saying about the boss fight? Well, it just turns into it. Just yeah, it, it, the story just turns into a weird. I gotta fight this guy. Yeah, <laughs> that I fully uh, don't remember the last boss fight. It's I I deleted it three times from my Xbox <laughs> out of frustration. I, I, oh, to be fair, the, the first time, <laughs> the whole game, you have to I was, yeah, eighty gigs yeah. on my slow ass oh internet, my God. three times. <laughs> um, to be fair, the first time I was super drunk and I was cruising through Quantum Break on normal difficulty, and I loved it. I was like, "This is great! I do die if I get cocky, but I can just go back and just play carefully and then finish the fights." And I love just like cruising through drunken, recklessly superpowers, time freezing people, shooting them. It was great. Then I got to the boss fight. I'm like, all right, this is going to be, I'll be able to do this. And then I died and died and died. And it was like 45 minutes. I was like, fuck this. And I deleted it. (laughs) Then I was like, all right, I'll try it again. And then, yeah, it was like two other times. Same thing where I would spend an hour doing it. I would watch videos online. I was reading about it. I'm like, I can't fucking do this. And then yeah, I did eventually do it. It was like, all right, one more time, and it was my second try uh, of, like, I did it, died, did it again, and made it through. I was like, Jesus Christ, okay. I had a similar thing with the final level of control where you <gasps> have to fly up all those platforms, you know? Oh, that's wild. I was going to say, in Counterpoint, I love the ending of Control because it's not so much of a boss fight as, like, a tour through all the creatures you fought before i i like True. sailed through that i was like this is i love this more than a boss fight this is just this so is I like say, a victory I w- lap I think the first time i played through control i was very bad at it because i was putting uh, my um <laughs> my attribute points into the wrong place uh what were you buying up i was like putting uh 
energy into my shield and stuff because I was uh, like, oh, the shield should be strong so I can mm -hmm. like live longer. Mm -hmm. But if you're using the shield in that game, you're already fucked. I agree so, with you. Yep. Launch, baby. What I should have been launch. doing, and I didn't put any of my points into launch because I was like, I can uh, already launch stuff. You oh know, no. I don't need launch to. Is, it's the most powerful thing. The most so, powerful thing. I was watching I my just, roommate. Play I just it. got to the part where I can throw missiles and guys. <laughs> oh, so good. It's when so good. You can nice. throw those bombs back. Yes. Yeah. So the second time I played through it, I did have a much nicer time, and yeah, I also I see that. 100 percent of the, um, not probably not 100 percent the collectibles, but I did all of the side quests. So I think uh, I was a higher level when I yeah. got to that point. Yeah, and I had hmm. been doing all of the side quests as I went, so I was pretty decently powerful. I had a bunch in launch. I had a bunch in the one that lets you take control of the uh, creatures mm. and a bunch yeah. into flying because, oh, I love me some flying. So good. Yeah, the flying the in that missions. game is so good because it feels like she's like that when she <laughs> decides to fly, there's a second where she's still falling and she yes. kind of has to like build up her power enough to make her float again. And it just yeah. makes it feel even more than in any games I've or any like big Hollywood movies I've seen. It feels more like tactile and real, mm -hmm. and I guarantee you, a Marvel movie is going to steal it in the next couple of years. I hope so. It was beautiful. It's it's like the best <laughs> flying cool. I've I've seen I've experienced in a game. It's so good. I haven't learned to fly yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I need to, I'm going to play. I'm, I'm play more. Can I suggest a Foo oh, Fighters yeah. song that you could listen to? <laughs> oh, um, what album is it on? Learning, learning to fly. <laughs> the color and the shape. The Foo Fighters. <laughs> yes. I think it's on the color and the shape. I don't know. I can't remember my Foo Fighters uh, albums. Is it a cover of Tom Petty's uh, "Learning to Fly"? No. No, it's they have a song called fly. "Learn to Fly." Oh. Learning to fly. And Jack Black, I think, is in the music video. Oh. You remember funny music videos like oh. Blink One Eighty Two? Yeah. Foo Fighters have a video for Learn to Fly, which is a pretty, like, sentimental and nice song. But the video is very funny. And they are, like, soul plane style running their own airline, you know? And oh, Dave Grohl's right. the pilot. Yeah, and, like, warning. <laughs> a lot of lunchtime exceeded. Yeah. It was fun. Well, they always had funny videos. They had that Mentos commercial one. The, uh, the Foo Fighters did? Mm-hmm. Did you ever see that one? Mm -mm. Is the whole it's video the... like a fake Mentos commercial? Yes, uh, yeah, oh, so that's fun. great. It's just them in a Mentos commercial, <laughs> like a long Mentos commercial, I think. And then there's that uh, that weird one where he's having that dream. Oh, he's got the big hand. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. But it sounds. It's cool. like a it's like a hand. Michelle Gondry video, I think. Oh, and like, that yeah, sounds cool. They're in a dream, and in the dream, he keeps like every time he runs into a situation. He can like look and down and make his hand real huge, and then he'll just slap whoever. Oh, like like um, Miss Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but just I think maybe just the hand. I don't know if we can. can yeah. Or is it? Can she just do the hand? I don't know, Miss. Well, Marvel. she can do whatever. I didn't play that Avengers makes... game, and I haven't read the comic books. I've I've read the first I think eight issues of the first uh, Kamala Khan, uh, Miss Marvel. And it was really good. It, it was at, I worked at a um, private school in Seattle when I still lived there. And yeah. they had a really good library with like graphic novels and shit. So I like read Captain America Winter Soldier and I like read a bunch, they had a bunch nice. of good shit. 
but um, I read through the beginning of Miss Marvel, and she can make anything big. <laughs> but I think her main move is my hand is big and I hit you with it. <laughs> nice. But she could do that with her foot if she wanted. Get more control with your hand, though. You know. But Dave Grohl yeah. can't. He can only do hand. <laughs> Just hand. He can only do hand. <laughs> he should put more points into body yeah. growth. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> he put them all uh, into shield. <laughs> it's another thing I well, love about it's tough. You don't know what you don't know. It's tough to know what to put when you're upgrading a character. Yeah. I hate that. Uh, I love games I that, that let you bring the points back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, respect. Yeah, respect. You like a respect? Oh, <laughs> yes, respect. Yeah, R-E-S-P-C. I think I, uh, That's it. Starting to play like. Skyrim made me like panicky because I was like, uh, "What? There's yeah. like twenty different little trees." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're all on the constellations. It's very yeah confusing. The the method I have used in later recent years is to be uh, sort of like just pick something you know you're gonna use, mm-hmm. not something that just like, "Well, that sounds cool." Mm-hmm. It's like, if, am I am I gonna use this like now, like right now? Yep. Control has a skill tree, which is fine. But it also had like yeah. a loot system, which surprised me for a game like that. Um, yeah, and I kind of hate the loot in that game because I you feel can like easily ignore it though. You just just go do your stuff, and you'll get the loot. And you look to see if you need it, and you don't have it, so you just keep killing people, and then eventually you have more loot. Yeah, but they have all those like weird side quests in that tab where it's like you can get this really rare loot if you do this thing. And I'm like, oh, God. Well, I, I don't care because I already have like a level five mm-hmm. thing in all of my slots. Like, I, what I, I recommend to get that is better. I, I, I think it's safe and, and recommended to ignore all of the like auto generated quests, the sort of like procedural generated right. quests, the ones yeah. that aren't narrative. And it, it's fine if you're like super into control and you're going to play like end game stuff then you just want to run around and kill people then that's fine but in during the game itself it i did a few of them like this is a waste of my time like i just need yeah. to get focused on the main stuff i gotta go it's check like in and fallout what, four where they're like go kill these uh guys in a tunnel <laughs> and you're like oh that sounds really important and then you go do it and then 15 minutes later the quest repopulates and he's like hey, there's some more dudes in the tunnel <laughs> it's like i thought i was saving the village by killing these guys but apparently it's just something i am allowed to do <laughs> an endless loop yeah. of saving the village yeah it's like a grinding option yeah it is yeah. and you need that for an rpg so i appreciate yeah. it <laughs> but if you don't know that's what you're doing you feel tricked and that's not okay <laughs> in fallout 4 tricked. i spent i did i think i eventually beat the main quest but i spent so much time doing those stupid i think they call them ambient quests or like Mm. i I can't remember what they call quests like that that just kind of keep repopulating themselves yeah but i played so much of that and i spent so much time um designing my outposts where i was yeah um, i had to fill up all of the outposts i had to have as many people there as possible and for a couple of them, I made it really nice. Like, everyone had their own room and stuff. Mm. But there was, like, that one outpost, like, downtown in, like, the alley. And I'm like, y'all have to live in this one room. <laughs> y'all get a sleeping bag. Yeah. I'm so I'm sorry. i doing all this. You I, should I, move I, to the other outpost. It's nicer. Everyone it's has a nicer. room. <laughs> I truly did not enjoy that aspect of that game to the point where I often will be like, oh, it'd be fun to play Fallout 
four. No, I don't want to build those towns again. <laughs> like it'll keep me from playing it. And I've it heard tell fun, that there but is you don't have like enough supplies, so I would just like I would literally go around the whole world just picking up every <laughs> pencil I found because I needed mm. wood. <laughs> but it's like I really just want like in The Sims, I want to be able to type Rosebud and just make make an outpost to my heart's want. content. Yeah. Is that what you're saying about the mod, Ryan, that you can skip that? I've heard that there's a mod. It takes Preston Garvey out of it, or it takes all of his missions oh, out. Oh, good. <laughs> the Minuteman missions. That guy sucks. Well, that, and that's because that's all the town building money. So that's one, you know, it's mm. like, go and go to this outpost. He's like, all right, now build it up so that they can be fine. And then you have to do that like whatever, four times. I like it in theory, but I, I would hope in a Fallout 5, um, I don't have to farm pencils. I would just like have to you, be able to make a town. <laughs> have you played a Fallout 76? No, because I heard it was so bad. And they've yeah, added but it's stuff supposed to be better it. now. That's yeah. what I've heard, and I haven't really played it, but I think about it. See, yeah. I've been on Game Pass playing Sea of Thieves, and that game kicks mm. ass. Oh, I've heard that's good. It's really fun. And I don't think I need an additional, like, mm -hmm. online world that I sink all my time into. I yeah. basically play that in Animal Crossing, and then occasionally I'll get, like, Hitman or something else on Game Pass. And that's about all I play. That's fair. Yeah, you gotta make, you gotta make your choices. You gotta pick something and stick like, with it. Because, like, I'm just getting to the point in Sea of Thieves where I'm a pirate legend, no big deal. <laughs> and Whoa. there was these, like... Uh, three like bros in a brig, a brig, and I was like doing my mission. I was solo slooping it, just on my own. So like one on three, not good odds. They were like picking a fight with me, but I was good enough that they like ran away scared. I was <laughs> shooting back, they ran away scared, Fuck and it just feels bros. it feels really good to be. You know when you're playing an online game and you like walk through the woods and someone like shoots you in the head with an arrow and you didn't even see them. I feel like I'm that guy now. You know, I just get it better than 90% of the people I'm playing against. So I can just do whatever I want. That is the ultimate goal. Yes. To become a master of the realm. Yes. And I feel like I'm yeah. close. <laughs> My cannon accuracy could improve, but I'm a very good ship captain. I can never get it, that. Yeah. I've only played it minimally. I played it for a few minutes. I did download it at some point. Well, if you ever want a proper tour, I am a pirate legend. I don't know if I mentioned that. <laughs> so we can do all the good quests, and I'll get you all the good loot. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, sign I'll up for your pirate. ship. Yeah. You can do up to four. So, Doug, you could hop on, too, if you want. Ooh. I'll think about That's it. A, yeah. It's I on Game my, Pass. You got to play it in, like, three years when you get right. to it. <laughs> we'll get to it eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yes, notoriously yes. adverse to multiplayer games. I just... They're not. They're not for me. I lo I love a good narrative. Um, I I like single player experience. But I do. There's some some multiplayer games that I do really love. But it's generally not my thing. Are you gonna play this new Remedy game, <laughs> even though it's multiplayer? I will. And this may be the thing that's like a turning point where I'm like, finally, a multiplayer game that I love. How cool would a, just look a like multiplayer a control be, where like everyone is flying around and using those powers against each uh. other? Yeah, I, I, I would be, be on board. Cool. I think they're Sounds good cool. at this particular thing. I, I think that they've really honed in on that. Again, third-person action shooters, superpowers. It's really fun. And oh, I like 
I love their narrative collectible stuff. We we talked briefly about the TV show stuff. Like Alan Wake had the Night Springs, and then Quantum Break had its own sort of misstep uh, TV show. But um, yeah. con- Control <laughs> no, has not the fun one. <laughs> Control has my favorite in-game TV show, which is the Threshold Kids. And so scary it's so spooky and weird and funny like laugh out loud funny and some of them i i really there's not enough of it there's only a couple but i it, can i, I tell s- you the first time i played through that i did not understand that the little red-headed puppet is the main uh, character i just didn't put it together yeah 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 yeah. but it's so <laughs> obvious <laughs> like it's the point of the show <laughs> yeah once you see enough of them you're like oh, okay i get it they're actually talking about her in this world jesse and that's like every other tv show and every other of the games is sort of the character in in the tv show mm. yeah i guess even so. even max Payne had had a little tv you know what is cool is okay so i don't know how they connect max Payne to alan wake i think they do somehow but at the beginning of quantum break you see a trailer for the upcoming alan wake movie or tv show right yes do you remember this yeah it's called what is it return yeah i can't remember but it's i i can't actually remember if it's supposed to be you know based on the novels by alan wake which would imply that alan wake takes place in the same world or i've seen books alan wake books in either quantum break or control i can't remember yeah i think it's quantum break but I guess my question is, in the world of Quantum Break, is the game Alan Wake one of his stories, and that's what the movie is, or did all that shit really happen, and this just is about, this is adapted from a different Alan Wake story? You wow. Know? I, this... I would... Mm. Because Monarch and the Federal Bureau of Control exist in the same world, right? That's established. Um, I think, I think Control and Alan Wake are a hundred percent in the same world, and that Quantum okay. Break has like Easter egg stuff that that connects it, and like Alan Wake exists as uh, I, I think Alan Wake does exist as a person in the Quantum Break world. Because they, I think they ha- that you see novels, but also I think in someone's office, you see that they are playing Alan Wake, the game. The game. Yes, I think yeah. that's so weird. Right, and then here's yeah, something like on the monitor. This says Alan Wake's return is the name of a live-action Alan Wake Easter egg that appears in Act One of Quantum Break. The Easter egg follows the story of two FBI agents searching for famous author Alan Wake, who's been missing for five years. So Quantum Break has a TV show where Alan Wake is a character on the TV show. Okay, uh, in addition to this, I've pulled up an article on IGN called How Control, Alan Wake, and Quantum Break are All Connected. And I'm just going (laughs) to read it while you guys talk. (laughs) I I like the idea. I would think that they would do it sort of like, like, I think like comic books do, where like, Superman exists, but there also are comics about mm, Superman. Right. Like Buckaroo Banzai, remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or even Buckaroo in Banzai Logan. is a real guy, but everyone's In Logan, there's the X-Men books. comics. Right. Yeah. So and interesting. It, it's almost like 
comics are based on true story. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and then in the, in in the real world, the the issue is that Remedy owns the IP for Control and Microsoft owns <gasps> Quantum Break and Microsoft oh. used to own Microsoft used to own the IP for Alan Wake because they developed that for them, but then Alan Wake returned to Remedy, and that's what allowed Remedy to make the DLC for Control, where it is literally Alan Wake is the character, um, is a character in the DLC, and you you go to, you go to like a, a sort of a Bright Falls version. You don't actually go there. It's like you go to the 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 um, recreation of the town. So you go to a recreation of of. Um, Bright Falls, and then you fight the doctor from Alan Wake. He's like the end boss in this DLC. Um, or for in, in, in Control DLC, for they control. have they ha- it's called AWE, the Alan Wake Experience Altered World Event. That's the Altered that's the, World Event. That's the explicit oh, so tie-in from Control and Alan Wake. Oh, I need to play that then. So because um, here's what that I have. Yeah, here's what I'm reading have, is in the DLC for. Um, Alan Wake, there's a song that, and I'm paraphrasing here, there's a song that plays at the end, and if you play the song backwards, it says, it will happen again in another town called Ordinary, which is <laughs> where Jesse yeah. is from. Right. So I right. guess that was, what it says here is, they were going to maybe have Alan Wake 2 be set in Ordinary as well. Okay. And then I don't know if that game just decided to stop existing or if they kind of turned it into control instead. Yeah, that that makes sense. Okay, I'm liking this IGN article. You all should check it out. (laughs) Was it a song by Poets of the Fall, the band? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Ryan. Is that the the band from Control? It's the band, I think, in every game. All of their games. Oh, that's fine. It's like friends of theirs, it seems like. Yeah, because they like do the, the two Norse gods older guys in Alan Wake. Yeah, yeah. so Ryan hasn't gotten to probably the best part of <gasps> Control, the rock music sequence. Yes, no, I haven't. Yeah. I, That's yeah. Yeah. I am, what I'm is it? Not the, even the ashtray maze or something like the that. Ashtray maze. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, it's, I've heard this referenced. It's a beautiful Dude. set piece. It's so like I do not like music in games generally, but I did not turn the music down for this, and it is a. It is a and it's hard. I died. I had to restart mm-hmm. it multiple times. And but the song it is a, starts again when you run again, down you, that hallway. You hear that <laughs> so song funny. so many times, but it is just so crazy fun. It is like a beautifully done set piece. It's it's wonderful. And it's pretty goofy sounding music, but for some yeah. reason, it does work. And it's, yeah, I think it's reflective of a thing that I think that they remedy does well which is like sticking with a choice that works kind Mm -hmm. of yeah and being like this works for us this is our style is this like the coolest band ever no they're friends of ours it sounds pretty good (laughs) right but it's like yeah it's kind of that Uh, david lynch quality that obviously especially in alan wake and mm, control like is very prevalent and you watch like the new twin peaks and like at the at the fucking roadhouse or whatever where they have the bands like one week it's nine inch nails and then the next <laughs> week it is clearly david lynch's friends <laughs> <laughs> who are doing fine and they are adding atmosphere but <laughs> I, I don't know but it's uh 
it is a sort of like yeah i feel like yeah similar to david lynch a sort of like not being shy about like hey this is a game or this is a tv show like and not like needing to hide all those like mechanics and stuff mm-hmm. and like sort of making that part of it and like and like i don't know having things be like i don't know i guess the i guess stuff look does look good in this game but like you said maybe sort of bland yeah the surroundings but it's like but hey look we we made this office look good so we had it <laughs> we had a thousand rooms of it <laughs> yeah that is the thing is you you get so much more depth in the environments in alan wake and the quantum break but you know it's a it's a hallway <laughs> yeah it's a very detailed like, hey, hallway this is what we're doing. The story is the important part. It's not uh, how good this room is furnished. Or what, <laughs> right, like, right. I don't know. I mean, other games also do that. Just repeat assets. But, like, uh, yeah. And, like, you know, a little bit of the fourth wall breaking. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah in Control, it's I like thought that TV, it was going to be fully fourth wall breaking. That surprised me when it turned out to not be. It's a video games that are more like TV shows very much than they are like a movie and actually ryan i'm almost so glad in you like said budget that. and sort of like sort of like aesthetic and scope maybe yeah yeah i this brings up my hot take on video game stories which is and i think we have a perfect example in front of us quantum break not just because it has a tv show with it the storytelling yeah. of it is very much trying to emulate a TV show. Oh, and 100%. even Alan Wake as as well, where it's like at Explicitly, the yeah. at a certain point, it's the end of the episode of Alan Wake, you know, mm-hmm. and it stops. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that works, especially because they decide to make it a little more explicit. But a lot yeah. of games, like the ones Naughty Dog makes, um, a lot of these like story games that are so amazing, quote unquote, I actually kind of roll my eyes at because you play through uncharted and i i like uncharted i think 2 especially is like kind of a perfect game but you watch them go through these movie beats and it's like this is just indiana jones that's what <laughs> indiana jones would have done and said except for the writing's not as good because you're not steven spielberg right and it looks really good but i'm like not controlling it i think all of the very interesting cool storytelling moments in control on the other hand are things that happen to you in the game. Like you're walking down the hallway and there's all of a sudden a ghostly like overlay in front of you. Right. That's giving you information. And you can stop like sort of like in old games like Silent Hill 2, you can stop and listen or you can just keep going, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that kind of storytelling is always much more interesting to me. So it makes me happy to see Remedy going in that direction because I'm a little over games that purely are like the best storytelling we can do in a game is making it look like a Hollywood movie, which to me is like, right. then you end up with a Call of Duty campaign. You know, it's not, it's nothing. Right, 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 <laughs> it's right, just, right. It's air. Anyway, yeah, that's my like hot serving, take. It's like servicing, <laughs> a, servicing a cutscene. Yeah, you know, and it's like, if like all the action. interesting stuff is in the cutscene, then just make me a little animated movie and don't put all your R&D towards this game engine. Where nothing interesting. Like, yeah, there's some combat, but all of the stories in these cutscenes just make a movie. Yeah, it's like um, uh, Metal Gear Solid too, 
yeah. in three, where it's like, oh, Oof. it's basically just all cutscenes interspersed with some short action sequences. Yeah, that's a little and yeah, boss fights, all cutscenes, all boss fights. Yeah, but the yeah the game play is so weird and uh, in depth and metal and like Metal Gear. Oh yeah, but I mean I love I love not. Them. I like okay. It's not just running and shooting. The story is not good in Metal Gear. We can agree, right? No, it's it's not it's, even. It's a it's, it's a mess, characters are but good. it's bananas. It's yeah. it's they are not afraid. He's not afraid to take any ID he has and cram it in there. Like <laughs> vampires, sure. sure. Superpowers, <laughs> sure. It's literally like watching a guy invent his own action figures and then just kind of like mash them <laughs> into each other, which I like, but I it's not a story. Yeah. Because <laughs> I played Metal Gear Solid Five, and I was like, "Okay, this is weird. I guess I'm Blackwater." Um, <laughs> and then, like, early on, there's like ghost creatures, but I don't know. At no point do they say this is why there's ghost creatures. <laughs> like, They're just I there. I, I don't get it. I really don't get his storytelling. Yeah, it's I. I think it's fun. But it's, <laughs> uh, it doesn't. It's not. It isn't satisfying the way that. And like I don't know. I mean, some some of the some of the Alan Wake stuff. I'm like I don't even remember what was going on. Yeah. But like at the time while it's happening, I'm like I like this. This is like it feels. You know, like uh, yeah, it does. It feels like a TV show or it feels like a Stephen King book. It. uh, Yeah, it's got a good. And yeah, uh, a lot of it, like you said, it's told in inventive ways of way you know little emails and environmental mm-hmm. <laughs> things yeah i think especially with control um you you do i feel like you do get so much more even if you at least skim the stuff you find because there's a lot of backstory that is not at all important for you to play the game, but it really, really fleshes out the world that you're playing in so that if you just played the game and didn't read anything, you'd probably be like, I don't know what the fuck I just did. I don't know what was going on. I don't know why anything was happening. But if you read through the stuff, you're like, oh, okay. There's so much of that stuff is, is, is explained and, and given some details. And it's, I, I like that. I think that's a nice touch. I'm a really big Resident Evil fan, and that's kind of how they did most of their storytelling. <gasps> is that worth is... playing? Which one? Resident Evil. It might be too um, scary for you, Doug. Uh, I downloaded one of them. One of them just came on to either Game Pass or, or Gold, whatever. And what I, I downloaded it. What I want you to do is I, I want played... you to tell me which one it is. Uh, I think it's the first. It's Resident Evil or like the remaster. Or yeah, something. it's probably. I, yeah, I think it's yeah. just the first one. And that was my entry the, into the series, the original GameCube version of that. And I hated that the game, camera control. That was, and I was like, I don't think I can play this. Where you're just like moving, and then the camera cuts to another. Then you should side play Resident room. Evil yeah. Four, okay. or the Resident Evil Two remake. Those are much better. Resident Evil Four is the best. That's one. Resident Evil Four. Is okay. So I'm sorry, Nick. I interrupted your Resident Evil story to ask if it was worth playing. Well, no. They just tell the they tell the stories very similarly, but I think. With Resident Evil, you play the same, like, six-hour campaign, like, five or ten times in a row, and you, like, unlock stuff as you go. That's, like, the incentive for replaying it. Uh... So by the time I'm on my third playthrough, I'm not even collecting or reading those anymore. Right. And I think I got into that mode with Control, where I was like, I'm, if I'm going to play this game for 40 hours, I'm not going to spend another five hours reading <laughs> these little it's, documents. Yeah. It is. It's, it's more than I've ever seen in any game. Like... 
every other room has like five things you can pick up and read and it's long documents what i really prefer and i just played um i didn't it aged fine but i just i didn't feel the need to finish it i replayed dead space one and that game and bioshock do this really cool thing where instead of you get a note just like in resident evil or control but instead of having to stop and sit there and read it it's just an audio thing and yes. you can play it in the background as you're going about, you know, your quest. And I think that's a yes. better way to get storytelling like that into the game. Because, girl, if I wanted to read, I'd read. <laughs> I wouldn't be playing a goddamn game. Yep. Yeah. I'm stoned I mean, as shit, control... and I want to do some time travel. I don't want to read. <laughs> control has, like, audio clips, but you have to pause and then go yes. to it and then just listen to the audio. Right. And when Bioshock came out 10 play. years ago, like, just steal that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's such a good way to do that. Or um, you have to stand there. Like, there's somewhere there's like this radio, there's like the coast to coast show. Oh, the radio, and you can't even get like three feet from yeah, it. Yeah, you have to stand there. Quiet. That's so dumb. Well, I mean, you are in an office building. You don't want to turn up the radio too loud <laughs> and disturb, Excuse disturb me. your coworkers. Yeah, please. Mm. Yeah, there's a little notch on it, and won't go that far up. Um, if you had to rank all of the remedy games that you've played Ooh. what's your order wow <laughs> i think for me it's control quantum break and then alan wake maybe but uh, it's possible a replay of um of uh max Payne might bump mm. that ahead of alan wake but i, really? I just love really I, didn't like alan wake I didn't. Like. I didn't. Um, I liked. Ev I liked what they did, but uh, as uh, I'd say, about halfway through, I was just like, just playing to finish. Like, okay, okay, yeah, come on, it's too long. I'll let's go. That. And also, I, I, I would have to replay Max Payne because I may be suffering from sort of like nostalgia boosting wow. of this where i loved bullet time so much i was like oh my god it's like a first person shooter or a third person shooter um, with like a superpower still, in it you know that's it's like still fun okay that was the first game to do it too I think. it was yeah that's it like it was like a up. literal game changer yeah many many uh, a game have ripped that off since <laughs> and i remember immediately noticing that the writing of max Payne was so good that i would like wait like around a corner to like listen to what the uh, weird yes. henchmen were saying. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, Tony. Yeah, he's crazy, man. <laughs> he's crazy. Yeah, yeah, crazy. <laughs> look, look, it's pain. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> and then you shoot him, and they go, ah. <laughs> well, they fall in slow mo. The only line of dialogue I remember from Max Payne is it's snowing. And you're like coming down a fire escape, and there's two goons like that, and the one guy's like, "Hey, it's so weird that it's it's snowing in April or whatever." And then the other guy goes, "Well, it's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel fine." <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why they chose to do that REM reference. I really don't. They do a lot of references. They do, uh, yeah, like really blatant, like just like saying oh like john woo <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> maybe that's like a tarantino uh, thing of like cultural yeah. name dropping to like prove you know the reference and be cool i think it was yes uh, it was a very i think it was more important uh and you notice it's a thing that they really don't do haven't done since but i think 
Well, now yeah, they don't need to reference REM because they have their friends, <laughs> the sons of whatever. <laughs> I think it was also like music. a video game thing would do that a lot. Like, well, if you played like Warcraft and poke the guy, he would do like Monty Python lines or something. <laughs> you know? Or yeah, like, like in lines. World of Warcraft, there's definitely a, a gnome who's called Link Lincoln or something, and he's supposed to be like Zelda character Link. Yeah. He lives in Angoro Crater. <laughs> I remember that. And he uh, says it's a secret to everybody. World of Warcraft, yeah. I, I never played it. I was scared of that. I was scared of... I will tell you, at the beginning of quarantine, I was like, you know what? Gonna get back into WoW. Um, and I reinstalled Ooh. it on my computer, and I, I paid for a month of it. And I played for about 15 minutes, and I uninstalled it. <laughs> <laughs> it is unplayable. <laughs> oh, it's just... It's, so bad to play or i don't back, think or... it's a fun way to play a game because <laughs> <laughs> even like moving around and moving the camera i it's just so inconvenient and the game's so fucking old that it could run on an ipad if i could play wow on my ipad i probably would but to sit down at a computer and like have to physically click and drag your camera to like change perspective it's just very unintuitive yeah. all your combat is waiting for timers to reset and then you hit the corresponding button i hate it yeah i know uh i i just remember having for knowing people that played it too much <laughs> and my I, my sister had a boyfriend and i think he, he had the thing where he get got fired from his job <laughs> and just then started to just play world of warcraft and then she like broke up with him you know what and it, it was Good like she was like it was, <laughs> she's like he just he won't stop playing and i'm i don't want to be i don't want to be around it well <laughs> so all like, she had to do like, was dress like <laughs> sylvanas windrunner and then he would have paid attention to you yeah Ryan's i also sister. had a yeah i also had a roommate who like met a lady and like fell in love i think and they both would play world of war <laughs> so you know it so uh but yeah I think I was just scared of like I was like nope seems like it would be too addictive. Or yeah, something. my a friend of mine, uh, his wife, uh, I believe, left him for uh, <laughs> a woman that she met playing <gasps> World of Warcraft. Shut up! Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. so <funny>. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also like I mean it's kind of a happy story. She she found her true love. Well, yeah. I played World of Warcraft because my college <laughs> boyfriend liked it and he taught me how to play it. Mm. And then I think. After we broke up, I knew enough that I could keep kind of playing it because I remembered what he taught me. But then I tried to play, you know, a few months ago. And I was like, I don't remember anything that fucking 19-year-old <laughs> told me <laughs> about this about this decade-old game that I, I kind of never liked is what I'm realizing. Yeah. Uh, some games are very hard to go back and try to play. Like, yeah. I can't like people were like, "Oh, let's play Goldeneye." I'm like, "I can't even tell you what anything right. on that screen is. I yeah. don't know how I ever knew." The it fact that you have like... to stop and aim, it's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that game sucks. Can't though. do it. <laughs> yeah. Can't do it. Uh, oh, so these so I'm going to derail What do what, it. What, so they kick ass. How would you <laughs> rank these Remedy games that we've been talking about, Ryan? Oh, did I uh favorite to hmm. I, w I don't know I, wanna... I think control is definitely the best it's just all their best ideas together for me but you don't seem to like control as much well I just haven't finished it I do like control 
I I get mad I got mad at it because some of the combat I was having trouble with, but then I feel like I'm getting the hang mm-hmm. of it, and I'm still and like yeah. For a while, I don't know. Yeah, Doug was like, "Hey, you can, you can. It's hard, but you can like launch the grenades back at him." And I was like, ah, oh, "Right, time I try. I misled you. Can't do it." And then it was like later on, I was like, "Oh, it's a thing I have to unlock, and I can't right. do it till now." Did you I'm get stuck you. at that first floating boss? <laughs> I, yes. I had to do that a few times for sure. I, I had yeah. to fight him like ten times, and then after mm-hmm. that, it got kind of easy. And I feel like mm-hmm. the game has like three or four points like that where it's just really really hard mm-hmm. right and then afterwards and it's that easy. and that fight is hard unless you do just like stand behind the stupid columns that's mm-hmm. how i did it they yeah can't get <laughs> same you. same just you totally cheat it. cheated it and yeah. then it's like you're just like well then i'm yeah it's well they put the columns there to right. for that it's not right. like no, it's not no. fair to use the columns. <laughs> <laughs> right. The game wants you to do it that way. Everything yeah, else, it I'm lets you do the sure. combat. Like you could you could if you really wanted to Iron Man it, like buy shield and melee only and just try and run around and fight people up front. It'd be hard as shit, but you could. You could. Yeah, that melee I didn't I didn't fuck around with that melee that much. I didn't want to get no. that close to any of those guys. <laughs> I forget to use it. Yeah. You know, only if I only if they sneak up on me. The DLCs try to encourage you to do that a little bit more. They give you like melee um, enemies in the DLC, and then some of the boosts you get actually support melee. And it seems like the in the main game they don't have any of those melee boosts. So. You know what? I might play this DLC. Sounds pretty cool. I I mean I because obviously I love Control. I really enjoyed both of the DLCs. Um, uh, and the Alan Wake one is just fun for the sake of like this is so weird to have. I think Ryan and I were talking about this before. Is like I don't know of other games that have this much of an of an explicit crossover between two previously separate distinct properties where you know it's it's now bridging these worlds and this character is it, <laughs> like you remember the hotline from Control, uh, Nick? Yeah, where it's it's the director trench or whatever yeah yeah so then in the dlc in the first dlc it's uh the the other woman security lady she is now doing the hotline stuff and then in the alan wake uh awe dlc it's alan wake doing the hotline stuff yeah it's just like this what is happening in this game no i do need to play this then and the other thing not to keep going on about it but the alan wake dlc is really interesting because it, you have this mechanic of the hiss in yeah. uh, the mainline control, and then in the Alan Wake, they add in the shadows, basically that energy stuff from Alan Wake, and so you have this sort of like combo thing of shadow plus hiss. Do you still have to do the flashlight? <laughs> the, yes, but only very, cool. very not as aggressively. There's like shop lights that are on and there's a couple of parts where you have to pick up the shop light with your launch and hold it oh. and and use it to like just get rid of some darkness but you don't ever have to do it like in alan wake where you have to fight somebody this is just to get past yeah. some little pools and then the main villain it's called like the third way where it's not hiss it's not shadow it's a third thing it's hiss and shadow um, like a predalien yeah <laughs> oh. <laughs> but it definitely brings back end. that like you have to be out of the darkness you have to find lights and turn on lights to 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 survive the fight and it's hard as fuck that final that i 
literally cheated in the uh, uh, final DLC fight in the Alan Wake uh, expansion to control where I went in and uh, tweaked the settings um, uh, so that it w- it was I could like regenerate my energy faster or something because I was just okay, like well, I'm, I'll play I, it and I'll, I'll cheat yeah <laughs> highly recommend I, and that's another thing I love that system instead of it being like easy difficult hard or whatever it just has a thing where it's like hey do you want to tweak this you can choose which ones do you want to one kill people do you want to have faster energy do you want to have reload faster and so you can kind of set it it granular control as to what you would like to to basically cheat and boost and i like that and i also like like it's about control these days it is i'm a huge fan of doing a game on easy to to play it and experience it especially like not so much anymore but there was a second where redbox was doing games and you could get and this is horrible to the developers i'm so sorry but you could get a game like control and beat it in a weekend and pay you know 10 bucks for it instead of Mm. 60 Right, And I was doing that a lot, but it's like you have so much pressure when you're under that time constraint where you're like, well, I have to beat it. Every right? Time is money. So I would just play it on easy so I could see the whole game. Yes. Ryan and I were talking I about recently. There was a yeah. game. What was it, Ryan, where you had said like, oh, I picked the harder difficulty and I do not recommend it. Was it Jedi? It, was... it might have been Jedi Order, where it like it just sort of describes it. it. It's some of these games they ask you like, "Are you a pussy or not?" And you're like, "Oh, <laughs> oh man." No, I think it might have been. Was it that that Battlefield game that? Tried oh to play? yes, yes, yeah. Where then it asked I tried you to play Battlefield Four because it's like free on the oh, EA yeah, Play. Oh yeah, I can't. I can't. Uh, and I yeah, I'm I I. I also like didn't play a lot of those like I liked like the World War Two shooty shooty games, but then when they were all like Modern Warfare, not uh, as not as fun. <laughs> I like sad. didn't, but then like I just recently they've like made them like this one's available here, and then like the Modern Warfare campaign was I got it like on PlayStation for free one month, and so I was like, all right, I'll play it and. Some of it is does suck, and it's like look, we're being like shocking, and it's a lot of like, yeah, it's a lot of like we're in a, it's a lot of fighting the Russians. I, I actually mm-hmm. Russians are Chinese. Battle Battlefield was the, four was Chinese, but Battlefield four was the campaign was just like insanely buggy, like it was right. ridiculous. Like, yeah, was, like, I hear that about almost EA unplayable, games. and they just never patch them. Um, and they never patched it. I was like, this game's like years old. And then you're just like, never fixed it. And so I stopped playing it. Uh, but they did recommend, they recommended, they're like, well, this is how we you should play it. The programmers, the guys that make the game play hard. <laughs> like, well, you, you After the game. 500 hours, game. this is you a reasonable level of difficulty. Yeah. Um, I, I, I punish myself and I will rarely, I almost never will switch to easy Ryan, Dang. do it. Just do yourself a favor. I know. Be yeah, nice to yourself. I, <laughs> I yeah, unless I, I yeah, unless I'm getting frustrated and like rage, rage deleting. Uh, <laughs> I'm not having fun. Redownloading your 80 gig. Game. Yes. <laughs> the next morning when you sober up. <laughs> Banging on my desk and, uh, and scaring my roommate. No. 
<laughs> I did find myself getting mad at Control for a minute, and then mm-hmm. I think I, I think I was just I get turned around and get lost, and then we're Ugh. wandering into a room where people were stronger and yep. those stupid guys with the rocket launchers will hide yeah. and they yes. will hide. <laughs> Their rockets are like you seeking. They're like you seeking rockets, <laughs> and they will like I've literally like will like kill everyone. And be like I don't think everyone's done. Oh, wait, the music's, like, still going. <laughs> and then you, like, try to leave, and all of a sudden, psh, it's like he's, like, behind a trash can, and he's launched a <laughs> missile at you, and you're like, what the? And the missile takes, like, more than half of your life. It yeah. takes, like, all, all your life. And you're like, give me those blue chips. Where's my blue chips? <laughs> tiny chips. Yeah, and uh, it's it's easy to get mad. lost, and then, like you're saying, you'll go to an area you've cleared out, and it'll spawn and, and then I'm again. like, nope, I'm going the wrong way. I have to go back. Oh, now all this room's full of the same guy. I yeah. just killed all these guys. And yeah. Now they're back again. Yeah. It's really yep. frustrating in control, that big circular room that you have. It's really just a, yeah. a a bridge that you have to cross really frequently. <laughs> but yes. every time you go there, it respawns the same, like, 50 guys. The I think you're talking about the Panopticon. The Panopticon. Yeah. Where my, where my buddy Langstrom. in this game. <laughs> They do make up some real choice words <laughs> that are not, but they do they do a good job. Where the para, para oh para utilitarian para utilitarian yeah. That's like yeah. Is that from control? Or is that from control? I get, that's, I get them that's control. That's uh, para utilitarian is someone who can use all of these different sort of powers. Where there are people they'll find that have like some powers, but. A, a mark of a of a potential director is someone that can like Jesse use all of these things, and so okay. that's a para utilitarian. See, I played through I the know. game twice, and you're revealing a lot of stuff to me. So. Oh yeah, well, because I like I said, <laughs> I, I did read the, I, read, the little things. read the things. I think I and gotta the, read the things. <laughs> the first the first DLC goes more into like when did the federal burr of control <laughs> director first sort of find the the service weapon. Because there was a life, right. the feder- the this the FBC had a life before the oldest house, and it had a life before what? the service weapon, and so you kind of find out yeah. like there was a when they find the service weapon, and then that like otherworldly black pyramid board of directors, right. like they basically wind up taking control of the FBC via a director who they've given this service weapon to. And then you find these emails and people are like, I don't think I like what's happening now. <laughs> Why are we trusting this guy just because these alternate dimension weirdos gave him a fucking shape-shifting <laughs> gun? That does not well, seem like yeah. a good idea. It's like, a, yeah, it's like Excalibur, the Lady of the Lake. Yeah. <laughs> um, Some, the some oldest water house. tot. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up the oldest house. Scimitar aloft. They say the oldest house a thousand times in that game. What is yeah. it? <laughs> it's a house that's older than all other houses. No, Doug, tell me for real. Is it like the but Black Lodge? The what is it? Yeah. <laughs> they don't that they don't ever explicitly say. They do talk about when but they find it. But you just said you just said there's something existed before the oldest house. So you know oh, what it is. <laughs> I'm saying that they before the oldest house, they were basically like 
the FBI X-Files, where they had an office okay. and they were doing these secret government things and investigating okay. weird shit. But then they were like, oh, but we found this oldest house and then it like moved them somewhere and no one could find them. They're like, oh, this is great. We wanted to not be found. And then like people start dying because the oldest house shifts and people get lost. And but they're like, well, right. I guess this is what we have to do now. I know we don't talk about uh, J.K. Rowling anymore because she's a piece of shit. But do you ever think in Hogwarts, like... Some kid just like gets squished in the stairs because oh, they decide to sure. shift. Or like just like a leg. I think it's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Taking a nap on the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I decided to shift for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they just end up in the infirmary and they have like a whatever a mandrake root. Like <laughs> uh, it is sort of like that where. Yeah, the oldest house. It's like if you did just sort of like discover a Hogwarts, and you're like, "What's cool. this?" And how convenient! Let's turn it into our office. <laughs> yeah. This house is nuts. Like... <laughs> See, the oldest house I really thought was either a Black Lodge dimension, mm. which I guess maybe it kind of is, slightly yeah. less sinister. Or I thought it was like. I thought it was like a bureaucratic thing. <laughs> like I thought the oldest house was like a board of people. <laughs> it's it, from what I gather from the stuff is that it, the theory for them is that it is an extra dimensional thing. They don't know if the oldest house has its own goals in mind, but that it definitely configures itself for the for the FBC. Like it it, okay. it configured itself to be this way. And then there's also a, an ongoing thread about new technology being easily taken over by some sort right, of Right, I stuff. do remember that note. Because it, yeah. it's like you can't bring like an iPhone into the right. federal borough of control. <laughs> Fedgo burr. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like... Uh, but it's like this space and those weapons and these items have existed like longer than this organization. Okay. Yeah. It exists like throughout history. Well, maybe I can move into the black lodge and like run my bakery. out of there. (laughs) (laughs) If the black lodge will allow. If it's Uh, what the universe needs, come get my fresh baked goods. They're above a convenience store. (laughs) 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 You guys played, You've seen Twin Peaks? <laughs> Philip Jeffries? I was just talking... I was telling to someone who had never seen Twin Peaks that David Bowie is in Twin Peaks for three lines. <laughs> and he he did he's not believe me. He's in the movie. Me. Yeah. It's true. Right. He's in and the he's movie. he's doing an American accent. <laughs> I'm doing an American accent. <laughs> and I can't remember what accent. he's saying because he's so worked up, but he comes in and he's like, I'm telling you, above the convenience star. <laughs> and it's just like... <laughs> Oh yeah, and then he Bowie maybe he'd stick to singing. <laughs> uh, okay, so what are your? How's your ranking, Ryan? I don't know. It's really hard. It's like I haven't finished Control. That probably would I I think take the top thing. I really did like Alan Wake, uh, but I also really enjoyed Quantum Break. It was like very fun, easy to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just chewed through it, even though I thought the TV part was kind of stupid. Um, but I guess we should Wake. say if people are listening to this and thinking of playing Quantum Break, just skip the TV show. Skip the TV show. You're fine without it. It'll be so much better. <laughs> it's you don't. It is not necessary. 
You go, yeah, take, go take a walk. Take a little walk. <laughs> or you don't have to hit play. You can just skip it. <laughs> oh, that's true. So, um, you're, so you're control Alan Wake Quantum Break or control Quantum I Break? Can't, I can't. Uh, so controls number one, but with an asterisk because I haven't finished it. Mm-hmm. Number two, Alan Wake. Number three, Max Payne. Mm-hmm. Number four, four or five, I suppose. Quantum Break, and then after that would be Max Payne 2, which was, <laughs> was obviously so forgettable that I forgot. I keep forgetting that I played it. And I so think, then, Nick, what's yours? I think my um, ranking lines up really similarly with Ryan's. I think I would put Quantum Break above both of the Max Paynes just because I like the thing it's um, sort of aping its tropes from a little more i just Mm -hmm. guess i prefer sci-fi to film noir and i also think if i had played alan wake or excuse me if i had played quantum break before i had played control i would like quantum break a lot more Mm -hmm. so with all that in mind to me it's like if i'm gonna play an old kind of janky remedy game i would rather go a little further back and play alan wake okay so control, well, yeah, same as Ryan. Alan Wake. Control, Alan Wake. Quantum Break. Quantum Break. I would put Quantum Break above Max Payne. So I guess that's how Max we did it. All right. So we all, all three of us have different things, but we all agreed on Control. Control's yeah. the best one? <laughs> yeah. It's it's their Mulholland Drive. It's just everything <laughs> they do well, neatly yeah. packaged in one product. Yep. And then stuff that they don't do well is also there, and so you just kind of have to <laughs> accept that. Yeah, I, they haven't made... It's weird because I wouldn't... Um, I would probably give all of their games like a 5 out of 5, but I also don't think they've made like a perfect game yet. There's things I wish were a little different about Control. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree with you there. That I, I love all their games, but there's, there's, there's all, something with each one of them. And honestly, Quantum Break is, all, is the closest except for the boss fight, and it's such, it was such a bad experience for me. It dropped it down from Control. Otherwise, if the boss fight in Quantum Break felt a little bit easier for my uh, uh, terrible skill set, then I think I would have loved it more. I had to do it a few times, but I think I was prepared because you had such a hard time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gone on and on to you about it. I think you were listening to me the first night that I was struggling through it. Yes, it is fun. Sometimes we'll be uh, on a party chat but playing different games and i know that when i start having a bad time i will get very quiet yes and like i'll finally be like all right i'm just going to bed <laughs> like, I'll just, I'll like, i have to turn it off i'm yeah. done uh, good to talk to you sorry i have to go now <laughs> i have to go rage snack i have to go i have to go yeah sometimes i well i'll game too long and then i'm hungry and i don't really that's also making me cranky yeah, and for making sure. it harder for me to whatever play. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, it's kind of like I'd, you're yeah. taking care of your character in the game, and my character's mm-hmm. not hungry, so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, unless you're playing Ark, and then you starve to death because I forget <laughs> to eat constantly. But you guys, it, I listened to your episode. It seemed like you kind of had fun playing that game. Yeah. <laughs> we did, but yeah. It was yeah. fun. 
You made a little campfire sat in front of it. That's a good uh, ending. Yeah, not enough to like keep playing, I don't think. But yeah, we had fun for it's a good session. Yeah. There. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I I could see like yeah, if you decided to keep playing that, I would. Be, it could be fun. Yeah, obviously there's revisit it in the so future. much to do with that. Yeah. I'm not. Oh, I forgot if to the mention island repopulated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I forgot to mention my favorite thing in Control. One of my favorite things that the other Remedy games, as far as I know, don't do. But you have unlockable uh, clothes. You have like new uniforms yeah. you can wear. Outfits. I've that's been what waiting for a new jacket or something, and I still have. And I'm pissed about it. I want a new outfit. Yeah, well, some of them are hard. I had to use yeah. a guide to to get one of the one of the suits um but i just but i wanted it so i'm like i don't care i'm just gonna follow step by step this guy to do these complicated things and i was but it was worth it because it's like a gold suit i'm like yeah and yeah then, my first playthrough i only unlocked the like shitty like prisoner number eight or whatever oh, p7 p7 right yeah. I only unlocked that one, and I was like, this is the only other costume I can wear? Fuck this. <laughs> but the second I time like, I played through, I think the... I got one of the good ones. What do you have to do to unlock them? One of them is like this complicated, crazy series of things you do in the luck room. And it's it's like, turn turn this thing on, activate this mm. thing, go out this room, lift this thing, and it's like, what the fuck? That's, that's, that's too much. And then Jeepers. you get a janitor's outfit from Ati, who's also a delightful... Ati's the best character. He's we so good. Ati. And then Ati sends you on these like side missions of like go clean go clean up the spores. <laughs> uh, and he just you have to do a bunch of stuff for him. Water the plants with this thing. And then oh, you get yeah, a janitor's outfit. Do, right, do yeah. Oh, the janitor's thing. <laughs> and then when you finish the game, you get the director's Coveralls. outfit. And then that's like right. a, a new thing just by finishing the game. So do you think Ati is from the oldest house? Is he a part of the oldest house, or is he I, someone yes, they hired? I, I, I think Ati is a avatar of the oldest house. I, I think I Ati agree. is the oldest house manifest in the world. Now that we're discussing it, I see that, and I agree. <laughs> <laughs> he, I concur. It, that was like my favorite thing. That's when I fell in love with Control, was at the very, very beginning where you don't know what's happening and you're like, oh, I'm just going to this office and I need someone to talk to me. And then you walk and you come around the corner and you talk to the janitor and he says something to you. And then he tells you to go somewhere and I was lost. And I'm like, where am I going? And I turned around and I'm like, what the fuck happened? Like, the room changed from where I was <laughs> just a minute ago. And I was like, oh man, this game is messing with my head and I kind of love it. Yeah, the first hour of that game is... You know, the less you know, the better, obviously. Mm -hmm. So if you listen to this whole podcast, uh, <laughs> it's going to be ruined for you. Yeah, but sitting down playing a game called Control that's not based off of any other IP. It's just this new thing. Yeah. And you have no idea where the story is going to take you. The, the first part of that game is the most exciting. Yep. It's a remedy they strength. They do do a good job of uh, coming up with... I mean, they are sort of, they feel, the stories feel similar in a lot of ways, and I guess they are, and the sort of abilities that you use right. are based about, like, hey, what would be fun physically yeah. to do, like, right. in a game. <laughs> right. Um, but, like, they, they pretty cool stories. And they walked back their weird TV show thing from Quantum Break. That's, <laughs> I give them points for that yep well there yep. there like, is yeah, a control right. tv show and um i'm i'm on it so i didn't want to bring it up but um, oh. 
Whoa. It's not made by Remedy. It's just a show that I made. Um, okay. <laughs> but it's me floating around my house, uh, stuff like that. <laughs> With your When I'm Jensen floating, wig? you can't see my feet. I'm like standing on a stool. I had to make it myself. <laughs> but if you watch it in between the second and third chapter and the fourth and sixth chapter of Control, it really adds a lot to the game. And really if you do that thing in the luck room, you can hear a guy in the cafeteria go, hey, somebody did something in the luck room. I think they, <laughs> I think they unlocked the outfit. <laughs> well, that's cool because it's, uh, it's a story that doesn't have anything to do with the story of the game. It's sort of completely <laughs> yeah. separate and even possibly unnecessary, but sort of if you want that extra flavor, it's that Yeah, way. and Jesse Faden's in it for one scene, and she, I don't think, has any lines. Is that what happened with Sean Ashford? <laughs> He's just, like, sitting on the other side of a table. <laughs> <laughs> he looks up like he didn't know they were filming at the moment and then it cuts <laughs> away weirdly <laughs> it's like eating a sandwich yeah, yeah it, it it looks a lot like uh, I went over to the actress who played Jesse Faden's house and filmed her <laughs> from her backyard <laughs> but it's not that uh, <laughs> and she yeah. kind of like gets up from the table and like comes and opens the French door and she's like get out of here <laughs> <laughs> But that's that's part that's her as the director of control. <laughs> it's a real meta narrative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone really accepts really quickly that she's in charge, that she's the director. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, also the there's like a thing with time where it sort of feels like even though they're saying, Oh, you're the new director, I feel like they've they already like know her because she just is the director and like right. in the future she will have told them what to do and i feel like they're experiencing time in a non-linear way something like that I don't know. well yeah because her like portraits immediately up on the wall mm-hmm. too yeah so i think like the right oldest away. house is a jeremy Baramy, and i think mm-hmm. if you work in the oldest house then you start experiencing time like that a little bit too or like in arrival like in arrival did you see arrival I'm still stuck yes. on a Jeremy Baramy. Is that anything like a Jingle Jangle? <laughs> no, that's from The Good Place. But it's no. it's like a in their dimension, time is not linear. It goes in uh, the shape of the cursive words Jeremy Baramy. <laughs> okay, okay. I need to finish that show, so I'm missing <laughs> some references. I loved it. I loved it. I saw the first. Well, two when you watch it, though, seasons? you have to. When you watch it, you have to read the the documents. <laughs> Otherwise, you don't get the whole <laughs> to really story. Get the whole details. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You have to pause the show and read the documents. <laughs> There's a whole thing where one of the demon neighbors, he he wrote a web series. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like meta because it's kind of about the good place, but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these are fun games these and are fun good games. times that we're yeah. having. Isn't that good? Hey, Ryan. Wow. Uh-huh. I know you only have one broccoli left. But can no. I have it? Yeah, mm. it's cold at this point. It's cold, and I don't probably want it. So you yeah, I have a disease where I can't feel temperature in my mouth, so I don't mind. Can I have it? Oh, Absolutely, perfect. yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna eat it. Please. <laughs> that was very fast. That <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I read this thing that um, if you eat food really fast, the calories don't go in your body. <laughs> that makes sense. I'm yeah, gonna try that too now quickly. On. Yeah, you just have to eat it so fast that your body's like, whoa! And then you just poop them out, and there's no calorie absorption. Uh, 
This is gonna open a whole new world for me. I love it. <laughs> I'm glad you came over. Yeah, I'm so glad. This is I, great. Can I ask? I I know I walked into this room where we all get to hang out together and not worry about Corona. Are we are we in the oldest house right now? Oh my god! It, no, it follows a lot room. of the same rules. <laughs> I think that would be too weird. That there's like a thing that is in a game that is weird and supernatural, but that we would also, in our layer of reality, be also experiencing it. it would be too much of a coincidence. What if we're in like not the oldest house and not the youngest house? We're in the middle child house. Oh yeah, I can relate to that. I'm a only it's, child. It's mostly <laughs> so it's like mostly. We're mostly ignored. We try really hard for attention. Yeah, that's just comedians. Uh, it's like an oldest house, <laughs> but for comedians. I had, uh, I was the oldest of two, but my parents are pretty childish people. Young, they were young parents, and so that sort of in that way, put I you was in the middle. middle child. <laughs> make me a middle child with my parents being my older sibling. This is like when you discovered that you were Gen X. <laughs> oh yeah, recently I discovered that I am actually a very young Gen X as opposed to what I thought and was operating for <laughs> old just for a while. I thought I was the oldest possible millennial. Well, and I will so tell you, Ryan, I am one of the mm-hmm. oldest possible millennials. And it's not great because a lot of the <laughs> things that people like SpongeBob is a very millennial thing. And I'm like two years yeah. too old to oh, have me any too. connection to that series. I can't do it. Yeah. But like, I'm, I'm like, well, you know, Doug and Ren and Stimpy and stuff. Right. Original oh, Snick. Sure. Well, maybe Ryan could make some calls and see if he could get you on board as being uh, a youngest possible Gen a X. A transfer? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, well I don't make the rules <laughs> but you could, on that. You could at least get the form. I have access to the forms, but I'm not <laughs> promising anything. Well, what's your uh, What's your birthday? And social. <laughs> uh, my birthday Don't, is just uh, <laughs> just type it in the chat. Just type it in the chat. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna say it out loud as I type it though, because that helps me. My social security number is three six four <laughs> five six 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 uh, six six. That's a lot of sixes. Yeah, I I requested it. It's a vanity. <laughs> it's a vanity. It's a vanity social security <laughs> number. <laughs> 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 what if your social security number was like boobies? <laughs> would oh, every so everybody would be asking for six nine six nine four twenty yeah. boobies. <laughs> that's, that's fun. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> My social security is the Beatles. Just all one. Just <laughs> the word the Beatles. <laughs> oh my god warning lunchtime at critical levels well anyway i'm gonna use my control uh powers and uh levitate out of this room so here i go yeah we're way we're way Ugh. um yeah that's i'm already in enough trouble <laughs> show you're off you're in trouble as it is friend <laughs> nick is hovering powers yeah, I'm having fun Whoa, up here. I is, thought I could uh, get out, but there's no skylight, so I'm just up near the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, the, it doesn't. Doorways aren't sort of built for. Yeah, flying is unfortunately. Yeah, I'll come back down, but I want to stay up here for a while. It's hard to hover. It does. It probably will save saves you time. Uh, going through the atrium, you don't have to take the escalator. <gasps> so smart. That's a good point. You know. Uh, <laughs> oh, also, 
So, I don't know if you can hear me, but <laughs> I can't hear you. My... <laughs> Are you talking from the um, hall, or...? Air, my earphone died a while ago, <laughs> and I was trying to play it cool, but it's dead Is now. Is he still talking? I he's don't like, know. Yeah, it's like he's in the hallway. <laughs> to hear him. I feel I, like he's uh, doing the thing where he's pretending to talk to someone so that he doesn't have to talk to us. Uh, is this is sort of some of that additional sort of Oh my god, Ati? <laughs> oh. Oh no, I don't want to do this mission, Ati. He's, he's on a mission. Well, he's gotta, well you want to get those coveralls. You <laughs> get those coveralls, it's only one way to do it. It's it's dirty work, way. but boy, is it worth it. It's worth it to have your name on your clothes <laughs> and to have a pants shirt. I agree. Well, this has been fun, but uh, I can't drink any more coffee because I think that I will snap like a pencil. Yeah. Lunchtime terminated.